Hey guys, Sleeper Kid here. Uh, welcome to the podcast. You're about to hear our newest episode, and this time we're featuring uh, Tracy Jordan, who is not just um, only one of the best models out there, but also uh, an amazing producer in own right. And uh, we've been close friends for, God, over a decade now, and this was uh, really a big treat for me to get to just be able to sit down and talk to her over multiple glasses of wine. Um, it does get a little inebriated in the end, but uh, not in a bad way. I think it's in that, that great getting to hang out at a party with um, hopefully some interesting people kind of way. Uh, but as always, uh, you know, when you guys are done listening, if you are um, online on your PC, give us a vote, uh, give us a review, uh, hopefully five-star review. If not, you know, be honest and let us know what you think, and um, we'll keep these coming as long as you keep listening to them. So uh, without further ado, let's move on to the next episode. Hey guys, welcome back to Wrestling with Fetish. This is Sleeper Kid, and this is episode, if I'm correct, 31? So we've done 31 of these bad boys, and um, it's a very special number. Uh, not necessarily because, like, I'm, you know, like in general, but because it's the one that marks the arrival of Tracy Jordan. Hello! Who's sitting across from me, and... Um, this is your first time to our home, and I think we've, we've lived here for like six years, and you never, you never came over, you never... I haven't been to Atlanta in six years, oh my goodness. Has it been that long? What, so you what, come to Arizona, and you know, we meet each other in Florida at FatCon. That's true. That's very New true. York now, sometimes New York. Did someone just break into our house? Oh, that's my wife. Um, see, she's doing Christmas stuff. I t- told her to open the windows so we can watch her hang up Christmas decorations. Ah... New fetishes every day. <laughs> we uh, so um, honestly, I guess I can give a little background on how I I know you. Uh, Tracy and I have been friends. Ooh, how do you? Know well, me? we've known each other for a long time. We've been friends, uh, very close friends. I, I've considered you a very close friend for for ages. And uh, how long has it been though? Because I'm really bad. Well, at- this is my approaching. You know, at the start of the year, it's going to be my 10 year anniversary in this business. So. I've known you since I've been doing this. So sort of, kind of, yeah. Yeah. So let me let me tell you my side of it, because then uh, you'll probably tell me yours and completely make me look dumb. Um, but if I'm correct, you got your start um, doing at least the wrestling stuff. I remember you started doing it with with Rick of FemWrestlingRooms.com, correct? Yes, and wrestling was my introduction into fetish. Okay, so you hadn't done anything before that, like uh, there was just. Nothing at all, like modeling-wise, or modeling-wise, which I barely knew about modeling. My idea of modeling was uh, fashion modeling. Mm-hmm. I had you six foot tall, no boobs, super thin, and that's the complete opposite of me. So <laughs> this is like me a model. <laughs> However, I was kind of looking for random jobs, and I saw this dressed like a cowgirl out in the desert, and. I did that, thought it would be fun, and everyone's like, oh, well, what's your limits, what are your rates, what do you do, what do you shoot, do you do this? And I was like, what, what is this whole entire world? So I got online, found Model Mayhem, um, started doing glamour modeling and a bit of traveling, and then I met Rick with Fem Wrestling Rooms. How did the, the, I remember seeing a picture of you in the desert, I don't remember it being like a cowgirl thing, though. Yeah, we have the Arizona Shootout, which happens mm-hmm. once a year. It's like FetCon for Farish, it's the Arizona Shootout is glamour convention, where a bunch, everyone gets together, stays in one hotel, and you go out to like, we call it Cowtown, but an old west set, and we pose, mm-hmm. and then you can get hired after that. 
throughout the whole weekend. It's a place where all the models and photographers come together from all over the country. This was like a, like you said, like a and hang out. And it happens out. in Phoenix, Arizona. Very cool. Um, and it still, it still goes on the Arizona shootout. And that's where I met a lot of models that I know today. I met one model there that worked with Rick with Femme Wrestling Rooms. And she's like, oh, hey, you want to go wrestle? And I was like, what? Was that the Asian girl that was? Rennie. Oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah, her. because she, yeah, she brought you to Rick's, and then suddenly she stopped, right? Yeah, well, she was going to medical school. She mm-hmm. was going to be a surgeon. She was also in the Tucson Tiffany Orchestra. Oh wow! <laughs> Played a yeah, so she was a very ambitious girl. <laughs> She's beautiful. Like, hmm, yeah, surgeon. And, uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, and she was like had a serious relationship. I think getting ready to get married. Like she had a lot going on, and this was just one Bad time of, one of her yeah. many talents. And I'm um, glad. I got to meet her, and she was around for that time. Well, I'm glad um, you I, got to meet her too. Yeah, and she introduced me to Rick and wrestling, and uh, not. I mean, I mean, I she was my first video. Mm-hmm. My first wrestling video was with her, and after that one, Rick was like, "Well, I have my friend Santiago, and he he's a wrestler too, and uh, mm-hmm. he he shoots wrestling too, and he helps me out, and he would always." talk you up as, oh as thank you rick who would help you slide out. him twenty dollars under the table <laughs> um um <laughs> a good so. word with this tracy jordan person <laughs> but, but did you go by tracy jordan back then or was it no i was not no not at all rick actually told me i couldn't be tracy because he's like oh if you're gonna you know model you gotta have a name so my name at the time was kimberly oh i was a kimberly in the first first Fuck, i don't even think i knew that yeah, it was Kimberly. And then when I started uh, modeling more and realized well, there's already a Kimberly Marvel and there's a Kimberly Jane and there's, you just can't. And I started traveling a lot and doing more. I was like, well, I need a different name. Yeah. And I kept trying to come up with a different name and name and I just couldn't do it. And I just stuck with my real name, which is Tracy. So, and then Rick's like, knows. oh, great. Because see, I told him when I started wrestling, I was like, just just put me down as Tracy. He's like, well, you never know where, where you're going to go in this industry and what's going to happen. So, <laughs> you know, he, should, he was he's a good guy looking out for me. You should change your name. And I was like, okay, Kimberly. Okay, great. And then we realized that, uh, no, I'm going to keep doing this. I like this. I'm going to keep doing this for a while. Yeah. I should have a name that's not so much in competition with others. I need my own name. Yeah, because Kimberly and is. so uh... I came up with another name, and it was Cora. Cora Lee. I was Cora Lee Austin was my oh, name for a while. My weird. very first fetish con, I showed up. That is Texas I, as shit. I wrestled. I know, I'm never even from Texas. I don't know where <laughs> this came from. I just imagine you were I wrestled bowl, with yeah. um, Bout Time Studios. Okay. Under that name. And Rick goes, I hate Cora. That's that's my <laughs> my grandmother's name. You you can't. That's like an old lady's. You cannot be Cora. And I'm like, but it's Cora Lee. You're like, what about Mabel? But I'm like, Cora Lee. Cora Lee Austin. Right? That's so not. That's You're like, what about Mildred? Can I, I use Mildred? I think I wanted to be from from the Texas or the South. I wanted some kind of ethnic. I don't know what it was. I mean, Cora Lee Austin. You wanted to just be able to swing a rope and, and uh, it just I yeah yell, it woo a lot. Yeah, it didn't, no, it didn't work. So I went back to just being Tracy. Did you that's more what, natural for me? Uh, who I am. I'm, who roped you? Uh, see what I did there? Uh, into that first shootout was it just something you saw in the paper or? Yeah, it was. Uh, I had been going to back uh, when there was this paper thing out there, folks. Actually, it wasn't the paper. Well, the internet paper. Uh, Craigslist, ah. which was probably will be referred to as the internet paper, the yeah. classified section. No, you can get merch. I mean, yeah. it, 
Is there even Craigslist anymore? There is, yeah. You can still uh, find old stereos and possibly get killed <laughs> by somebody if you go to the right place. I looked for work on there one day. Oh, <laughs> so, not smart. Don't do that, new models. Anyone listening who wants to do this job, stay away from Craigslist. Well, there's a, there's a meme I saw that recently. It was like Social uh, media is much better these days. Well, there was a, it was a meme. It was just like uh, when you were a kid, your parents kept saying, like, you don't get into uh don't meet people on the internet don't get into cars with strangers don't believe anything you read on the internet no, no but it's don't no it's it's, it's uh <laughs> don't meet people on the internet and don't get in a car with strangers and now like that's all we do like with yeah. <laughs> that's literally all we do like, meet people on the internet get in a car <laughs> uber over to the tinder or the or the fuck i don't know what the thing is called um but um but yeah so so you just saw it and just happened to see it you were like well shit i've never tried that before or like what, yeah. What, what I, made you switch over and go, like, I'm going to try the shootout? Um, I had been going to school for a long time, working in management positions and worked in the corporate world. And this was like this, this a lot of work, a lot of tough stuff. I just want to have fun for a little bit and found some fun jobs. And Can I ask you how old you were when this happened? 28. Okay. I only ask because there's people who yeah, well, varying different ages when they started. People find this job, exactly. you know, super young. And I, I feel fortunate to have found it a little bit later. So I just uh, could have fun with it and had a good head on my shoulders. To not There there could be dangers like hopping in a car and finding people on the internet. <laughs> you kind of have to be able to have a good uh, common sense. And well, so far I've found that like, people, who start, people who start like a little bit later tend to have a... I don't want to say anything bad about the girls that have told me that they started early, but they, based on the stories they've told me, and even a lot of them will say, like, you know, uh, once I started getting more, like, into my late 20s, had a better grasp on, like, how to deal with people. And so I think that might have been, you know, it's, it's, it's a good thing, you know, to start a little bit later instead of, like, when you're, like, 18, you know, and, like, I don't know. It's weird. It's exciting. Let's go. And I'm yeah, just yeah. anybody and go. And for me, it was, like the I've been working yeah. so hard. I found that this fun. And when I, and the people I found, like you and mm. other people I've worked with that I listened to and just followed and listened to their advice. Don't work with this person. Work with this person. Do this and that. And I, and I listened and I've just had a lot of fun. And I always thought, well, whenever I'm not having fun with this anymore, I'll go back yeah. to get a real job <laughs> like, and in the first few what years what does that I, mean exactly the first few years <laughs> I did this I always said okay yeah I'm gonna go get a real job when I'm done with this and I was like wait this is now this is my real job I don't say that anymore what is a real job what does that even mean this is my job I keep waiting for it to stop and I'm like well and now I'm a little spoiled because mm. I have fun with what I do I love what, what I do I love to talk about my job and what I do and what's rare Besides the people that I work with in this mm. industry, is that people don't enjoy their jobs as much and what they do. Well, I mean, and I'm gonna go back and take back what I said about the the uh, starting early thing because I I was thinking of like my friend since age and how she started when she was 18 and she had a really good grasp on everything. So like, yeah, I think it's just about just just how you are as a person dealing with this stuff. And it seems like you dealt with it really really well. And you, I don't think I've ever heard you tell a story. Actually, we're gonna get to that. I'll tell. I'll ask that question later. <laughs> but. It seemed like your first couple of years were really like smooth and fun, and you you really had a good time getting into um, you know. I remember actually Rick showing me your first shoot, and it was a uh, I think you and the um, Rennie, what you said. Mm-hmm. You guys were like in a hotel room and fighting over a remote or something like that. Remote control, is yeah. The name of the video, on and then she punches you out, and then you like you know, or she, I forgot how it went, but like it's like a back and forth fight on a bed. But the first thing I noticed was, well, I mean, obviously you're beautiful, but also you're 
react you're you're like acting your reactions you're selling like i was immediately like holy shit this girl selling that Mm -hmm. that word see i use that word now and my friends are like what's this selling you know they put the air quotes like selling industry fucking terminology it, it is but i didn't that's something that i didn't realize i did um and i realized that I used to think, any, oh, anyone can do this job. No, no. It's something natural I, I had that I, I found through. I just did this. They're like, what? You're supposed to fight this girl over remote mm. control? And I'm like, okay. And I just did it and had fun with it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. That happens that happens in every woman's life, I think, <laughs> at some point. Um, I just had fun with it. And I just love the over-top reactions and just go naturally with it. And it's something I just naturally have fun with. So. I do remember telling Rick, I was just like, you got to hold on to this girl. Because she's like, and Rennie was really awesome, too. But he immediately told me, like, she's going to move on to other stuff. Yeah, you know, she, she had a lot truck, going yeah. on. And I was kind of, <clears throat> had a lot going on going, I don't want to go that direction. What else is there? I need to have some more fun in my life. And, and I... And I did I did immediately say like dude hold on to this girl like keep her coming back she's gonna be really good wait wait, what people like this like are you are you kidding me and then on top of that like yeah and then on top of that like we were coming through to Arizona to shoot and remember I'd gotten um god damn we we had brought so many people and we we ran it like Sapphire you introduced me to Sapphire Devin um I think we worked with Kelsey that weekend Mm -hmm. Yeah, but Sapphire was like gonna put me in a bear hug that almost threw me over the edge. Like he's got this like penthouse suite on the top, like where you could see over all of Phoenix and we're on the top floor and here is Sapphire. I mean, you guys have got to know. It was on by the way, that was totally on the off season. Because I went to the hotel and I was like, what is the biggest room you have? They're like, we have this fucking penthouse. Well, they didn't say fucking, but they're like, dude, we have this fucking penthouse. After you saw it, that's how you put it in there. But she said like, well, we have this penthouse that wraps around like the entire top of the building, but it's no one's really using it. So we can give you like a really big break on it. And I was like, okay, sure. And it still wasn't cheap, but it was within my means. But I'm like... But yeah. it was so nice. You could see the whole city yeah, the whole all city. the way around, balcony, and so there's just this edge of the balcony where you could just chuck someone over. No safety guards, no safety windows, which you usually get in hotels. And she just bear hugs me and picks me up, and I'm like, okay, now I have done wrestling, but this girl, I mean, she's so gentle and sweet but she's got a force and she power strong. she's strong where it's just a whole new level of fun came where i was like oh wow this girl can totally got me and she can totally throw me over the edge of this building and this is <laughs> me but i know she's not going to yes. but i'm gonna act like she is and this is amazing then this i think she like punched you out in a jacuzzi or something like that or, or maybe that was somebody else i don't know there was mm-hmm. a scene i think where you were like in a jacuzzi and she comes in and she like beats you up or, or something it was like this big spy versus spy thing but that was the first time that we met and um yeah that was the night you got your tattoos that was the night we got our tattoos you guys all went you got your skw tattoos oh the guy who did our tattoos passed away unfortunately um he uh uh his name is eric a good friend of of photo gnomes and like Mm -hmm. he yeah that was i don't know why i brought that up but like uh oh rest in peace eric you're you were awesome but um yeah, remember that shit hurt, and then we uh, we shot the next day, and it was it was a great fucking shoot. I didn't even think about the pain; it was it was so much fun. Yeah. Um, and then after that, when you left, I remember I told Rick, I was like, "Dude, hold on to her; she's gonna be fucking like you know." I kept saying like, "Just don't let this one girl." And he's like, "Oh, I'm not going to." Like, well, that's awesome because that was the first one. He's like, "Because Rick's like, me, well, he, I'm, I'm he just starting, it. but my friend who's been shooting for a little while, he's gonna come in and bring some girls, and we're gonna shoot." And I was like, "Oh." I'm supposed to be like, I have to be good. <laughs> like, so I'm like, did he like, did I do a good job? Jesus Christ. So anyway, he said, I was like, yeah, I did 
Meanwhile, I'm sure. I mean, now, but at the, to think back at the time, I remember being like kind of nervous and everything. and But then just having so much fun that the nervousness went away and it was fun. And not only fun, it's, it's not like we're just goofing off the whole time. I mean, we're, we're working. It's, yeah. it's actually can be hard work doing it, um, but it's fun too. And let me to re- reiterate again, I'll go back, but like when, uh, I didn't want to give the wrong impression, but like, yeah, Rick was, imme- like he knew, he, he was, I think from the beginning when he first worked with you in that hotel room, he was just like, yeah, this girl is like, that's I- I'm definitely going to keep bringing her back. Um, so he, he had the right idea to keep, you know, giving you good projects to shoot at his place. He's got a great eye. I mean, and that's what yeah. I love about being friends with, you know, he's got the... He's t- watched you take things and does his own thing and brings up. And so it's been really fun to uh, start with him mm-hmm. and work with him through so many years. The thing about Rick and, and we, I'm, yeah, yeah, we could totally talk about Rick because, you know, fuck Rick, it. we're going to talk about yeah. you. Are you listening? Hopefully he's listening. He's listening now. He's listening right now. He's like, oh, I'm going to listen now. This is happening. He, his ears are buzzing. He's, he's probably like... by his, maybe <laughs> by the pool. I don't know. He might be in the living room. Or in jacuzzi. It's, it's cold now. If you're at your office, yeah, maybe he's in his office playing through the speakers. Um, <laughs> no, but like Rick is one of those producers who uh, did kind of what you did where you, you took... You went into this world of, of production and, and stuff that could have been saturated. There, there's so many different niches that are like already filled. And uh, and you guys, you know, kind of did the same thing. Um, Rick, before you, because, you know, he hired you, but he, he immediately carved his own place on the net with fem, with FemWrestlingRooms.com uh, and also with just female wrestling in general, which is not easy to do. I don't think it's something you can set out to do. Because when I, I started doing this working for other people and I had a friend that was like, hey, you should start filming your own stuff. Mm. I'm like, well, what do I film? I don't know. So just start filming stuff. You'll, you'll find your own. You'll find your niche. You'll find so, it. So let's get to that because I um, the, obviously your fans know who you are and what you've done, but I want to make this a little more linear for people who, who are just getting to know you. So you, um, you did the shootout. You work, started working with Rick, um, and Rick did you know a lot of boxing, wrestling, stuff like that. You started getting versed in that world. Uh, you started working for other companies like like yours truly and, and Jacqueline. Um, what when did it start to branch out for you? Because uh, when did it start to become more non wrestling and non you know non Well, wrestling was the the I guess the first outside of just photography thing I did, and then I met London Andrews. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she traveled around and uh, basically just lived in her car for three years, two, three years, you know, and traveled and did all kinds of stuff between glamour and fetish. And so I went traveling with her and I got Gosh, introduced she's so amazing. to <laughs> that girl. Um, so many mm-hmm. different fetishes and different and all different sides of photography, whether it be art, glamour. Just uh, more erotic, more adult, or more just um, for print or uh, stock photography. Mm-hmm. Did you find Did you find that you wanted to do more adult, kind of just out of curiosity? Or was this something that just came? Oh, I was fascinated, and I think that's what happened by me coming into this later. Is I was just like, well, you know, I I want to do what's for fun and what else is out there and mm-hmm. what's going on, and I. It's like a giant sociology experiment. Did you do your first adult stuff with London? Um, yeah, and you know when it comes to adult, what? Let's say what, new. What, Let's say new. What, yeah, what is what does adult mean? Because now 
it used to mean one thing now that I do this job for the past 10 years, it's like constantly developing. But what is adult? <laughs> what does that mean to you? What does porn mean <laughs> to you? <laughs> Some people's idea of porn is us, what we do, wrestling, fully clothed, barely anything. That's porn to someone. And well, other we people like, we that's talking about far earlier, from it. <laughs> we were talking so. about earlier, just like you having to go pee can be someone's porn. Absolutely. You know? Is that adult if you're just wearing jeans and a t-shirt, you know? But, if you pee in your jeans. But if we're gonna we're gonna Is go- that adult? <laughs> That's what kids do. Right. I mean, yeah, but would you want your kids to see? I don't know, no. I don't well, know. Maybe they they could. They'd be like, oh, well that But not if be- daddy's or mommy is getting turned on by <laughs> it. Jesus <laughs> fucking right. Okay, well I think we we've we've jumped forward a few chapters, but <laughs> So let's just talk about... You just, said we could be candid. Yes, but you did say with, with London was your first foray into nudity. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. You remember a lot of the photos, they're still around, like they get passed around a lot. So you, yeah, you yeah, London yeah. My, my first appeal there. to the whole thing was running around in nature naked. Mm-hmm. So traveling around and uh, like the first shootout, I, the Arizona shootout I did, we it's all clothed and everyone's dressed as cowgirls around the desert. And then afterwards, I saw a girl in the saloon naked. She's in the bar saloon posing naked. And I'm like, oh, oh she's sexy. And there's all these photographers. They're like, yeah, she's getting paid. And she's getting paid. And she travels around and does this. And I was like, wait, she gets to travel? And she does this and gets to. And then I meet London. And like, she's like, yeah, I go to every national park. And I travel around. And I see people. And I run. And I was like, you do? I, I want to do that. So <laughs> I, I always loved as a kid and all, like growing up, I always loved sunflowers and sunflower fields. That's something that I've never seen. So I was traveling with her one day. She's like, oh, look, we're driving through Missouri. She's like, there's a sunflower field. You want to pull over and I'll get naked? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so first of all, I'm in this like white flowing dress that I have and she takes pictures of me. That's great. And then she's like, no, take it off and run around. And I just ran naked through the sunflower field and she took pictures. And then that, that was an experience for me. That That's was just awesome. like, oh, this is why I did this. This is, this is the things, you know, that if I had stayed working in the corporate world behind a desk, I might have a great salary, great benefits, big fancy house. But I, I don't know, have, man. There could have been that I would one have day. Never, I would have never run naked through a sunflower There could have been that field. one day that, like, your boss is like, hey, Tracy, there's a sunflower seed. You know, it would have not been the same. Tracy, you want to take your clothes off? And yeah, that could have happened. Do you like Huey Lewis in the news? <laughs> I, I believe that in my path in the corporate world, there would have been many opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> However, I went the more natural I'm route. Harvey, I'm Harvey Weinstein. There's a sunflower. <laughs> I have a sunflower room if you want to. So I got to do that. And then I was we'll like, yes, there. what else is there? And then there's like, well, you know, there's this fetish shoot, and this fetish shoot. So I'll tell you the most. We were in, I think, Chicago, and she's like, oh, this guy's going to hire us to blow bubble gum and pop bubbles, or sure. you can kick him in the balls. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Those are two extreme, like... <laughs> exactly. This was my introduction. You know, there's the wrestling, and then we're traveling. Like, let's that seems go like a bit naked of a bait. in the forest, and maybe this guy's going to put... Maybe we'll be in a studio with a backdrop, and he's going to make you look like glamour shots, like I grew up in the 90s, like early 90s. That sounds, like a, that sounds like a bit of a bait and switch. Yeah, right. So, but then... There comes these opportunities oh, where she's like, well, I have I have this, but she didn't want to scare me. So she's like, we're going to do uh, bubble gum and blow it and pop. pop. It's like uh, or. like the balloon fetish where we blow in <laughs> a big things of bubble gum and pop in, pop in the bubbles. 
he is also in a ball busting fetish. She goes, I don't do that. I, I've done it. I, it's not my thing. However, if you want to, he'll hire you and pay you more for doing that. And I'm like, well, I'll try anything. Let's let's try it. Once. Yeah, try it just once. I said that then I'll try anything. <laughs> How'd it, was, it go? I was very eager and curious. Now I, I realize I wanted to see everything and I realize there are some things you cannot unsee. Did you? But I mean that. But it, that that I, I'm glad I took that experience. I was like, yeah, okay, let me let me try this. What this guy really want? He's gonna pay me to kick him in the balls. Growing up, I'm like, uh, you don't kick a guy in the balls. No. One time, I I had a prom date, and I was getting into the car, and it's a we're not two door, one door, and I got to get in the back seat, and I got these big clonking heels, and I getting in, and he's trying to help me in, and I kicked him right in the balls. Oh, accidentally? Accidentally. Completely okay. accidental. However, the pain in his face and the way like he could not let go of that. He knew it was an accident, but he still couldn't help but like be a little angry at me through the night. Is he is he like a And I learned this lesson. I'm like, this is something you don't do. <clears throat> is he this like is... a session guy now? Is he does <laughs> he call you up and Maybe. He's like... I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I should call him up and be like, <laughs> Hey, by any chance are you into this? I mean right now? I mean he said prom, is... right? So like that could be the de- developmental right this there. Is how could... this happens? He... No, it is. It, Right. It totally right. is. I've had stories. I had a guy who told me he was with just rolling around. It with got him into the fetish and it, it kept me away from it. There was, until... a, there was a dude I knew who was, uh, just, he was rolling around with a friend of his who he found attractive. She was cute and they were young and, and, you know, he hadn't really had affection from a woman and she accidentally kneed him in the nuts and she felt so bad for him that she kind of like was kind of affectionate. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. No, no, please, please don't be mad. Oh, it's going to hurt. I'm sorry. And like, and then his brain just... See, this is this is why I really like this job is I'm so fascinated as yep. to what there's a fetish for what yep. what, what else and how and why and anytime I get to work with someone and most people they don't like to be open with their fetish or how it came about or whatever mm-hmm. or they're really reserved or insecure about it which I don't blame them but I want to know and I get I, so I excited and that's what I think everyone always asks me well what's your fetish why do you do this what's we're gonna get fetish? to that we're gonna get to that. Don't don't fucking ruin it. What's my fetish? Don't ruin it. Well, my very first answer was always. <laughs> Wait, don't don't answer it yet. All right, let oh. me get to that. Let me get to it. Let me get to it. Well, I have layers. We're gonna build to it. You're like a beautiful onion. Um, <laughs> but no, I've asked. I've, so have you asked your fans? Like, have you when, for example, you'll get an email and someone say, "Hey, I want you to do this, 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 and that," and you'll go like, "Yeah, but can you tell me?" what you get out of this out of curiosity no I never do that through email I mean I'm people because I've I get been psychologically so many, interested I get so many emails and I'm it's usually like oh no this is why are you even emailing me this is not my thing oh my god but I'm very nice <laughs> like well this is not my fetish but please like or this is not what I deal with I had I, I will try to refer that to someone else yeah. or or even if I don't know someone I'd be like there is someone out there just please search or like try to direct them to a certain forum or another model um but yeah, I never ask through email it's usually when I meet someone after I've worked with someone usually producers who I have been producing for a while that it's pretty obvious that well you've been doing this for a while so why what's your into it and then mm. I always I just love those conversations it's not like I'm sitting there waiting like oh why are they into this it's it just weird. becomes one of those things of why I do this it when could I, be it could also be like I, I feel like if um, if a female producer asks a male fan you know like about his fetish he might be 
maybe a little less like I don't know maybe he'd, he'd be afraid that you would think it was very strange whereas if it's another guy like I, I, I ask them all the time I'm like this is really interesting dude what, what got you into this and they'll just write me like six paragraphs of like yeah you know, some people are very open about it and other mm-hmm. people are very reserved and some people will never tell you and others will it's like yeah, it takes a couple times. And, yeah. You know, I mean, at this point, you have them, at, not at a disadvantage, but you have them in a position where they they are offering a financial compensation for you to bring this fantasy to life. So mm-hmm. they, they can't go like, well, this isn't my fetish. Well, yeah. some do because they just say, oh, I just make money off this. I produce this. This is not my oh, fetish. Oh, I mean, I mean, I mean fans. I mean fans writing customs. Oh, fans who write customs. Yeah, yeah. it's their fetish. But because unless... And I, I ask out of curiosity. And I would say, I, I don't share, think I've... I've really asked anyone that, I mean, I get a lot of repeat business, a lot of repeat customers, and it's just kind of obvious that yeah. it's their fetish. And I kind of enjoy just being able to provide that for them. I do too. And like, so, but there's, there's something, like I said, I, I don't do it all the time, but there are some where I just go like, do you mind if I ask you, you know, where this came from? Because I'm really curious about it. And they listen to the podcast, so they'll be like, oh yeah, totally. So they'll, they'll write me a dissertation on it. And it's really, it's very fascinating. But um well, we're, we're totally going on a tangent. Um, <laughs> That's so what happens. Where were we? Okay, so we're going back to... Um, which which point? We I... were talking about <laughs> doing fetish with London Andrews. And oh, now, yeah. So that was your first time dipping your toe into more of the, the risky yeah. stuff. And like, you know, so then... Yeah, well, so, so she introduced me to this ball-busting guy. Oh, like, right. Right, we're... Bubble gum... Like, let's bubble just gum do bubble busting. gums and like cutesy or we're gonna like, kick him in the balls. Did you do that? Did you walk in the room and you're like, I'm here to chew gum and kick balls and I'm all out of gum. Oh, man. Don't I wish. I, oh, I would do that now. But I was so new. Well, then. he would have been like, put his camera down and be like, that's it. That's it. that's the best thing I'm I would have kicked say. him in the balls continuously then and maybe at this point. But did you, you, you went through so the I session? So I did now. and I realized this is not, it was difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some things I'm really good at, you know, when it comes to wrestling and being knocked out and, and, and being campy or silly or superhero and stuff like that just comes naturally. I just do it. When it comes to bell busting, it's, I tried. It's not natural for me. Maybe because of my little experience with my prom date when I was 17, <laughs> which was like, you don't do that. You just don't do that. However, I have met, uh, I have met men, like men my age, who love it. I have met models who have dated men who go, no, no, no. He loves it. I, I, I do it all the time. Talk to him. He loves it. And I'm like, okay. Tell me. I'm like, okay, I get it. Okay, okay. So I understand that it's, it's something that they like and they enjoy. Um, however, for me personally, it's it's something I've experienced, but that's not. I, I if someone asked me to do bubble sting, I'm not that good at it. I, yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. I, I hesitated a little bit. He's like, no, no, you have to actually get me. You have to contact. I'm like, oh. And uh, and uh, by the end, I was just like, okay, I was kicking him as hard as I can. And there's London Andrews like laughing in the background. Like uh, <laughs> I saw when you gave in and just started kicking him because you're like, I just want this to be over. Okay, you said <laughs> fuck just like an However, um, that's that's what they like. That's what they're into. I, I've learned to not really... I have my own personal judgments, but they're all my my own. Um, what I've learned about this is there's really no judgments to have about anybody. Um, especially when it comes to fetish, they all do their own thing. And there's things that I'm good at or not or things like that. Yeah, do. and we're going we're gonna to get to that too. I keep saying we're going to get to that. But like we, are, we really are going to get to this stuff because there's certain things that I... I ramble on and go no, on no, 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 no. I do too. That's kind of our thing. You know, Jacqueline and I have done interviews that just kind of like, there she is. Anyway. Hey. So 
Jacqueline has chosen to opt out tonight. What are you guys doing? <laughs> we need just, some management. We need some guidance. We're just talking. We're just rambling around because there's no We're just talking. About it. I mean, yeah, just go. let it flow. Talk about whatever. Um, you don't have to be like, we're going to get to that when it's ready. Well, no, but look, there, there is a structure to this. As, as I talk about so many things. Even though it's a lot like, of you guys might think differently. We'll go back. Wait, wait. Go back. Exactly. No, so, um, so let's do go back just a little bit. So, doing what? what are you doing? I'm banging on the table. I'm not supposed to. Oh, you're to. not. You're not even touching the table. You're fine. Okay. You can put your hands. You can. There you go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, you don't understand because if I wasn't doing this, I'd be banging all over this table. Oh. I, I talk with my hands. Ooh. Tracy would be banging all over this table. But Jackie's going to tie me up. She's going to make sure you never touch that fucking table. <laughs> She's like, that's my table. Things are going to get interesting. See, this is how new fetishes get developed. People always new? ask me. Yeah, people always ask me what my fetish is. I'm like, I don't have one. The answer is it's just it's constantly Give being it time. developed. Give it time. You know? Give it time. Like, don't touch my table, Jackie says. And she ties me up. And I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think I was well, let's get to that then. Fuck it. Let's get to that. Because I was going to ask you about your productions uh, and how they started, but actually, this is a good way to, to segue into that. Um, would you consider yourself, uh, well, let's let's talk about your, not your youth per se, but like when you're coming into the the world of doing fetish. I'm obviously, just getting into my youth. But I mean, like in, in terms of a lot of people that get into this, especially uh, a lot of our female producers. Uh, some of them will, will straight up go like, "Well, I was into this when I was young," and or, or I was into being submissive. I was being I was into being dominant. I'm more of a switch. Uh, I like being pinned down. I like being tied up. Um, and then that worked its way into my my productions and the, the stuff that I appeared in. And so I didn't know. You just said like you don't have a fetish. A fetish is a strong word. But I know right. there's yeah, kink versus like fetish. king versus yeah. fetish. So is there anything that that came with you like when you were getting into this? Because um, you were, you said you were 28, so you were already, you know, an adult. Yeah, I'm sure there was stuff there. I mean, I think I, um, just being very, um, I'm very dominant, like, like production like, that you I was always yeah. like a, in manage managerial positions. Uh, I first went to school to be a teacher, and then I ended up um, getting my degree in business management. I managed a few restaurants. I was always in this uh, dominant position, mm-hmm. so I, I fell through that probably like, oh, needing to be submissive. In ways, however, I felt like when I get to be dominant in ways of more playful, then that's fun too. Mm-hmm. So I get this whole switch thing, and all of it's kind of fun. It's just ex- exciting to me, and it was more of a mind stimulation of anything. Like all this is happening. Like I'd been in one way of life, and this is all new and exciting and stimulating in so many ways. So when people would ask, "What's your fetish?" or even "What's your kink?" I'm just like doing this job (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really know what to say because even though I had known about the stuff it wasn't really in my personal life and I just didn't really didn't appeal to me and now that I've done it for 10 years and done different years now I can start I'm finding all of a sudden in my personal life ways where I'm like oh I think I kind of like that Ooh, I like this. And not, That's awesome. Not exactly is this my fetish or is this my kink, but ooh, I'm finding ways to enjoy this. And that's really, really fun. It's kind of like, well, I've watched all these people enjoy this and I'm just having fun watching them. However, I can have fun with it too. Yeah. And the ways it comes up in my life is so kind of random. And, and I'm like, oh, oh, 
this is this is what this fetish is about, you know. And I, I feel kind of fortunate because I get to play and be exposed to so many well, what's different a good, ones. What's a good example of that? Like, is there anything recent that you're like, or anything in the last couple of years where you're like, oh, this is something that I, you know, didn't think was going to incorporate itself into my personal life, or at least. Well, when it comes to like, like uh, um, the stuff you shoot, or or even just concepts that you were introduced to after you started producing, or I mean, because you you did mention, for example, that. When you were working in your day to day life, there was a part of you that wanted to be submissive because you're like, okay, I spent yeah. the, I spent the whole fucking day just managing a restaurant. Yeah. You know? So like when I get tied up and there's nothing I can do and they're just I'm like, yeah, whatever is she gonna do to me? Like, yeah, this bad guy's gonna do something to me and then the good guy's gonna save me. Like this is the rule. Does this really happen? Does this really happen? <laughs> what if this really happened? Do I get kidnapped? You know, do, and is then, there a lot of restaurant kidnappings where the manager just gets and then, kidnapped? Yeah, and then that happens where I'm just sitting out at dinner and I'm like, well, what if this happened where this person just kidnapped me and, and this happened? And I'm like, oh my gosh, am I a pervy producer? What like, if I, what like, if I like, don't have, this... What if like I don't have to do payroll just because a guy chloroforms me and takes me away? Um, yeah, and all of a sudden I'm like, I, I'm, I'm like producing this whole little scenario in my head where I'm supposed to be just having dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. Okay. Well, this is, and then I'm like, well, well this is kind of fun. You're, you're, <laughs> you know, I'm having, I'm having fun in my mind. Your poor, then, your poor date sitting across from me, like, well, you know, I do work in management, and so you know, it's a tough gig, and you're just like, kidnapped. <laughs> that's, you know, that's when I notice it. You know, we're all out with other other friends in the industry. It's just like, oh, this job, that job. Oh, you did what shoot? You did that shoot? And then when I'm out with like. Just my friends that mm. don't do this job, and then I start going, well, like, the look, at, look at that waitress, the way she looked at her and what she's wearing, and I could tie her up in this. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> how am I coming up with this whole scenario? And I don't even want to shoot it. I just, it is weird. I just like, want to act it's it so out. It's weird. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even want to film this. I just want to act it out. And I was like, ooh, am I having my own little fetish fantasy? Is this my fetish? I, well, I don't want this every time because now I, I know of so many different fetishes now. So I'm like, I kind of like this a little bit, kind of like this. And then I'm in it. That's not me. You know, there'll be some fetishes where I'm like, not my personal thing. And that's I'm kind glad of, I'm good at it for other people or can do that, but not my personal thing. And then other ways I'm like, I didn't know this was my personal thing, but it might be. Let's <laughs> well, once again, the word fetish is really strong. So if you just yes. use kink, that's good. So in your case, um, you mentioned... You know, I want to keep tracking back, but you did mention the idea of like, okay, well, I can be dominant, but in a more fun way. Um, so you probably, so does that mean you don't look at dominance, your own personal, like you being a dominant character, um, you say you, you, you like it to be kind of like fun and lighthearted mm-hmm. as opposed to like going back to the ball busting thing we talked about earlier, which is way more intense and way more like, you know, brutal is when you because I did mention you said lighthearted or like more fun when you were being dominant is that something yeah. how would you how would you describe something like that what's a, what's a sample scene well I guess like he was a bad more... guy like, like maybe like a, like a superheroine like or supervillain or yeah I guess because uh, when I say lighthearted villain that's just tend to be more my my niche and what I have fallen into and found mm-hmm. however yeah I guess in my you know in personal situations I you know, someone being really dominant wouldn't be as lighthearted and fun. However, I I didn't really enjoy that campiness, lightheartedness. I always thought there's dominant, which is hard, and yeah. they're submissive. However, becoming, uh, doing a lot of the super heroine, being Bat Tracy, doing the Batgirl stuff, yeah. like uh, everything that comes with that, I've learned the campiness and that you can be dominant and be fun. Mm-hmm. You can be very dominant, but yet still 
uh, laughing and joking and, and having fun with it. Um, dominant doesn't always mean so strict, so scary, so... Um, I guess um, when, I t when I talk to people about this, there's like that, that taboo women who have that rape fantasy. Yeah. Where they want that dominant to come in, and that can scare people. Well, that's definitely and an extreme then, version. And, yes, yeah. and then there's that. Uh, well, I just want to play around and be cheesy and campy, like hoo hoo, I, I got you, gonna tie you up, but not really. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's everything in between. And what's your preference, if you don't mind my asking? Like, is there do you, do you lean more towards the um, when you're doing subdom stuff in your private life? Is it does it lean towards campy or is it more towards just like more intense like um i think that's the one emotional. thing i'm learning is that um i've come to the to the point where i've always been so serious like coming before doing this job and uh, taking the job and work and school and everything i do so seriously that dominance meant serious meant stern firm and so i always wanted to be the submissive in my personal life and then i realized doing this um job it changes a little bit mm -hmm. you know that's not always what that means like I just said there's so many different levels and so when I started to experience that it was really fun like I don't have to dominance is not have to be so serious you yeah. have to be so submissive submissive you can so I can I enjoy the switch role mm -hmm. and that I guess comes with acting and being an actress it's like you can you can play both and so I would question myself well am I a dom or am I a sub or am I a switch and I was like well you're a sub but yet I really when I get to play the dom roles I always get sub roles and then all of a sudden I get to be dominant it's yeah. like well be firm be a bitch be mean, be hard. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> and then I, oh, yeah, you can. I can. I can, so, so you I can are, do so it. And then I'm like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. I really like this. Well, and so this you're is, a switch, but you lean a bit, a little bit towards sub. But if you... I think most naturally. Yeah. Most naturally, I'm a sub. Okay. But, and but I, you, um, you, yeah. I enjoy the switch role. And then I, I've enjoyed so much playing the dom and exploring different kinds of dom roles and realizing how much I take on dom rolls and I'm like well it's not so clear cut and then I was like well am I just a clear switch yeah no but also it's also about you know you're getting paid to play this role so you it's like let me let me put my all into it so it's like you have to differentiate your personal preferences to just like how good of an actress you are you know it's like right. hey when I did a video well actually no this is a good point when I did a video with you last year at Fetish Con or was it the year before it was you and this year no, no, it was you and uh, no, it was the year before that because it was it was George Perez was there co-directing. Oh, and last it was, year, yeah, that was last and it was year with you. Kayla and uh, yeah, but we didn't do Harry. this last year, the year before. So oh yeah, actually, Harry Spectrum. I, you know what? It's so funny. It's the end of the year. You're absolutely right. So last year, 2016, we did that amazing shoot in the hotel room, and it was mm -hmm. you and Harley. And then at the end, was it? Me, Supergirl, Carrie Spectrum was Supergirl. Yeah, but then I Lydia we did. Was Harley, so we but... did one after that. However, that wasn't actually. I take that back. It was Caroline Pierce, because it was Caroline that Pierce. Was that was that was this year. <laughs> See, ah, uh, the years. No, that was no, the same year. That was, that was the same, same year because year. we had the big room. Yep. And this last year. year we had the small little room. We're getting old. Um, it's like, all blends together. Dude, we're gonna be Don't like fucking no ninety-five years old. <laughs> In a whole like old per person's home, just like remember when you tied up Caroline Pears and you choked her out with her own foot, and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, she's really far gone." It's like, no, that really happened, dude. And so, um, <laughs> so yeah, you you shot with Caroline Pierce, and in the whole the storyline was that you were like Batgirl, and you you know you find her, and she's a fan, she's like a super crazy fan, and she traps you, and uh, 
Caroline's fantastic. And so <laughs> my idea at the end was like, what if Batgirl just has enough of this shit and proceeds to beat the crap out of, you know, this girl who's, you know, humiliated her for the last 10 That's minutes. That's why I love it. It's Batgirl's always the sub the and good, everything. Yeah. And then when she gets to like, it was you know, really take control. Cool. It was. It's always. I think that's what they sense in me is that okay, she's the sub. That's naturally her. But wait till she gets to get the dom role just a little bit out of nowhere. <laughs> really like that and the because fans really it's always like bad. Tracy goes crazy based on sales. You know, like it's the fucking, like they oh, love she's and then all of a sudden she just yeah. like because Batgirl's so innocent. Oh, don't let her see me naked. <laughs> don't let her cuss. Oh, she's not gonna, you know, she's not gonna hurt anyone. She's just gonna, you know, oh, take, it was, yeah, take she, them into justice. She puts you in the bikini, you know, and then that's when you snap. Gonna, yeah, yeah. But then I always like sometimes, rarely, I get to snap, and then I just go crazy. And that those are the most fun roles that was for a me. Really so that's where I really, I'm like, I get to let loose. And that was a really crazy, cool clip. Dumb. That was that was awesome. If you guys want to see that one, that would, I mean, it's obviously still is. Go ppv.com. I get to have my way with Caroline Ooh. Pierce. It's a good one. Um, okay, so let's move on. So we talked about. Um, well, actually, now that you know, you, we you started to explore uh, production. So obviously, after London Andrews, and you've worked with a few other companies, when did you start looking at the idea of, of creating your own stuff? Yeah, I was um, kind of half into just photography and half into video world. I've been introduced to all these different fetishes, and I was like, "Well, this is fun. I get to learn about all these different things." And then, you know, for regular glamour photography and everything seemed a little bit more boring after that. I was just like, I want to keep doing this and what's going on? And so... Yeah, pass me that. There we go. Oh, yes, more wine, please. <laughs> but continue, please. Wine break. So when you, you did... You guys you, can refill your glasses, too. Yes, it doesn't have is, to be wine. This is where you can... I'm not uh, going to suggest you just fill your glass how you want. If you're on an airplane, this is where you can pause. Or drink out of the bottle or, you know, however you do. Go you. go take a piss. Um, but, yeah, so... Oh, wait, is there a charm on there? Yeah. Oh, shit. Is it a Game of Thrones charm? Yeah, oh, I, I have... think I'm of the wolf clan. So, well, <laughs> <laughs> every geek in the world just screamed. He doesn't the, know I'm a tiger. The wolf clan? I'm uh, a tiger. You're, you're, a, so you're a Stark. And I am a Targaryen. And so says you. Yes. I'm a tiger of the Tracy clan. <laughs> Tracy of the tiger clan. <laughs> Tracy the tiger for short. Yes. Oh, you did. You, you, you try to change your name to that for a bit. right? Well, that's How the whole that thing. Out? So when I first started this job, right, I'm trying to find a name and I'm coming up with this Coralie Austin or this Kimberly. Or Coralie Robin. Austin. Yeah. I can't, it just sounds weird. I'm sure, though, like the random weird fan could probably find me wrestling so on Bow Time Studios is Coralie Austin because he was like are you sure this is your name I put you out as this name and you're going to change it on me I'm like yes <laughs> sorry but it didn't it didn't work yeah no I'm just Tracy that's just how it goes but I, I've always been Tracy my email ever since I was little was Tracy the Tiger because I liked Frosted Flakes as a kid and I mean, Tony who, the Tiger yeah. they're great who doesn't they're great but so then I'm you, Tracy the Tiger but, however my friend uh, Cordelia Devonshire, if anyone yes. her, remembers her, Cordy. was like, oh, you should just be Tracy the Tiger. Tracy Tiger. And I'm just like, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Like, I need a name. Like, a name, you know? Like, Coralie Austin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was 
so naive and dumb. Anyway, so guess what I came back to? Being mm-hmm. Tracy and then my Tracy the Tiger. And I and I just started using that as email. And so many people were like, Tracy the Tiger. They just love that. That's cute. The Tiger. Tracy. And it just fits. And I was like, well, that's what always fit with me. So moral of the story is just go with what's natural for you. Well, just here's, go with the flow. Don't fight it. <laughs> here's something that's interesting. So one of the, uh, I mean, this is a testament to just what a strong personality you have, but like you know, your original, well, your name that we, a lot of people still call you Tracy Jordan. And, um, and that was a character from a TV show. And oh you, my gosh. And you oh. had a, so that oh, was, do we ha- are we going to really talk well, no, about no, no, stuff? Cause you, because... you, you brought, so you, <laughs> I brought that up because are like, there are 30 rock fans. Oh, There's a few still left out I'm there. Sure, you guys all know. You, you but that was that was a thing. So there was in the show Thirty it was Rock. A big thing, but guess what? It's not a thing anymore. It's not a thing anymore. Uh-huh. But for a while, Tracy Jordan was a character in Thirty Rock, placed by. No, I'm bringing it up because people remember. This, I know. No, I bring it up for a specific <laughs> reason. But uh, the the actor Tracy Morgan played a character named Tracy Jordan. And then when you came out, there was a huge mix-up, and everyone kept on. I remember, like for a while, people were like, you know, is that the name she's going to stick with? And I said yes. And what ended up happening is after the show died, you did something that I thought was kind of amazing. Like you took that name and you held on to it and it started to just supersede the character. Because I remember like typing it into Google after a while and it, I, it used to be like, there's Tracy Morgan, there's Tracy Morgan. And then at the bottom, there's Tracy, Tracy. And then uh, as things started to kind of, <laughs> you just kept fucking, you're like, fuck this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use this. And then now when you type in Tracy. Now Jordan, this is my job. This is my real yeah. job. Tracy Morgan is not I'm going to get a real job one day. Oh, guess what? This is it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I thought, oh, well, Tracy Jordan, that's okay because, you know, I don't want people to find me. Mm. My my very first passion and real thing was to be a teacher. So I always yeah. thought that I would go back to that. And so I don't want to be too well known in this industry. And especially if I'm going to use my real first name, let's not. So the fact that it's a male... African American actor. Mm-hmm. That's clearly not me. If it was another, you know, Bernays, <laughs> you don't Wyoming, look at, you don't I'd look... be like, oh man, like they're gonna get confused. They don't know. But if someone's gonna search me, be like, that's not the person. Yeah, I'm you don't for. Tracy So I thought Martin at least, at hey, you can't just find me. And if you do, like, it's you, you get cleared up. So I thought it worked. Now that it's my real job I was like oh man like I'm gonna keep doing this job and I have a name that fits like that's not that well known well as you said that show's not big anymore mm-hmm. now you can find me and I my main stick my main niche is being Batgirl not only Batgirl but Bat Tracy what's Batgirl's name Barbara Gordon yeah what's Bat Tracy's name Tracy Jordan Tracy Jordan it fucking rhymes <laughs> Oh my god! It all fucking all came I together. didn't even try. Oh my god! This is how I knew I was this meant is to your, be this is Tracy your plan Jordan the whole time. I was always meant to be Bat Tracy, and this is when, before I ever knew this was going to happen, I mostly did wrestling. I did all these random fetishes, <clears throat> bubble gums and ball busting, and everything in between. And then there was Batgirl, and I dressed up as Batgirl for someone every once in a while. And then I had this friend that was telling me, well, you know, shoot your own stuff and find your own niche. And I was like, well, what? I don't know. It turned out to be Batgirl. Mm-hmm. I just started filming. That's what was requested the most. That's what I most naturally fit. So I was like, well, I'm Bat Tracy. And then it became Tracy Jordan, Barbara Gordon. I think that did was you supposed do, to be my name. Did oh, you go? Yeah, I think it really was. 
Um, so, so there's two, this is a two part question. Um, all that Tracy Morgan stuff sh- doesn't even bother me anymore. No, it makes sense now. <laughs> it, it makes sense like now, right? But there was a while where it was like, what am I doing? I don't know. So there's so um, the first part of the question uh, for me is going to be. <laughs> I was trying to think. I had this weird vision of this story that the that when you and I were actually shooting for Lone Star. Uh, which <laughs> when he dressed up as Robin. When I dressed up as Robin, yeah, because you and he was tied up. Okay, so you this is something a lot of you guys may not know. Okay, so there's a lot. Of oh, things. let's talk about. Okay, let's talk about Santiago being hold on, submissive. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So oh, oh, okay, so there's oh. so this was back in FetCon. I don't know, 2009. <laughs> um, and I was there with Tracy, and and um, it was a gentleman from Lone Star Damsels. Lone Star Damsels. And uh, I think he came to you know. He, correct me if I'm wrong, but he came to you and he said, "Hey." You know, he put me in the back row suit first. Yeah, but but he had also uh, he had asked you to ask me if I was okay with playing Robin. Yes, and you had come up to me like I think um, after we'd all gotten kicked out of the building because like someone had pulled a fire alarm or some shit like that, <laughs> and you were like, "Hey, uh, my friend Tate wants to hire you, and he wants you to be Robin, and you're just gonna get tied up and like you know placed next to this ticking time bomb." And uh, I will come save you. I promise. Exactly. And I was just like, I think I was a little tipsy at that point. So I was just like, yeah, why not? Yeah, he didn't understand the back curl always gets end up tied up right next to him anyway. She's not yeah, that yeah, good. yeah, she's not very good. But I remember there was a best damsel ever. It was good. It was it was it was a lot of fun though. I had a, I had a really good time. And then you flew me out to Dallas, and that's actually where I met Kimberly Jane because we went out to a restaurant. Oh, yeah. And she showed up, and I was just like, oh shit, it's you. And she's like, yeah, it's you. And then we ended up, you know, becoming friends. Yeah, and then we went shot with her in LA. Shot, exactly. And we shot, uh, so he had uh, flown me out there. I remember there was one day where I had nothing to do, so I just like walked around Dallas and checked out like the JFK Museum and all that stuff and like the Holocaust stuff. It was really, (laughs) the Holocaust Museum, it was was fantastic. It's a really cool city. And then afterwards we shot some stuff and... uh, Oh, you went and saw where Kennedy Couch Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the X on the street. That was fucking brutal. And then... um, uh, we shot a thing where like I had to I was yeah he was like yeah you tied me up and it was totally uncomfortable but I got to go see all this cool shit in Dallas that was awesome it was really good That's and he how- offered to pay me and I was just like dude you paid my way <laughs> here like no I'm, I'm good I got to see new shit but there was like one scene where like I was robbing and I had to walk in a room filled with girls who were topless and had to pretend to faint I think it was one of them and then I woke up oh oh candy yeah no but it was yeah (laughs) oh titties the question the question no it was it was what are those what are those what are those and then I passed out because I was I'm a 14 year old boy in the video yeah. And he would say that, I'd be like, you know, you're 14. Like, you see breasts, you're like, what What are those? And you pass out. I was like, that's he good. did so good. It's hilarious. He did so good in the role. But then the best memory I have of that, I've told this to several people, but like, there was a moment where he's like, okay, so you and and, and Bat Tracy and Batman uh, are going to walk into the building. And I'm like, wait, walk from where? And he's like, from outside. And I'm like, <laughs> you think I'm going to go fucking outside in, in this outfit? Like, yeah. And it was like, like a Robin a outfit. A shirt. And tights. Yeah. Maybe a little a little thing and then tights. <laughs> yeah. It was literally like I tucked it as much as I could because I didn't have a dance belt. So like I didn't know that dance belts were a Le- thing you Little could use. tiny leotard. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and like I think it gave me like tights to wear, like the male tights. And so, yeah. I like but, this. You're yeah. now revealing some more of no, no, yeah, your yeah. submissives. Well, because the people that he had had wear his outfits in the past were not like Robin-esque. So, uh no. So he was just like excited to have someone who looked young-ish to do it. I was like, okay, sure. So uh, he goes like, well, you guys are going to go outside. You're going to do this thing where you plan to go inside. 
Tracy, you go that way. And what was the name of the guy who played Batman? Because uh, he was awesome. Yeah. Let's not even name him, but like he just was <laughs> fucking great. Let's call him Bob. So Bob the Batman, he looked a lot like He's Adam. not in the industry anymore. And, so. But he looked a lot like Adam West. Oh, yeah. No, he was great. Amazing jawline. He is great. The guy was fantastic. And so... We do the scene, and we're, of course, right when I, we do the scene, like a car goes by, and like it's filled with just all these dudes. Like, what the fuck is that? Fucking Batman? And then, like, is that Batgirl? Is that fucking? And so we're doing this thing. We're like, let's go in there and save these girls. All right. And we like all like you know did the the hand clasp, and we go inside <laughs> and we break apart. And my favorite memory was Bob the Batman goes into like the laundry room. <laughs> Um, and uh, and Tracy goes like into one of the side rooms and I go upstairs and, and then you know the guy from Lone Star is like cut 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 and uh, <laughs> we all get back together and Bob the Batman comes out of the laundry room <laughs> and his face is kind of beat red you remember this because he goes he's like, they were in there doing laundry room yeah so there was these two Mexican ladies who worked there and they were just two housekeepers, and uh, he just kicked the door open and we ran were in. We're in a hotel. We're in a hotel. We're in a hotel. He so kicked it's the, the door. Hotel laundry room. And there's ladies in there who work uh, cleaning service, and they're just doing laundry. And in comes Bob the Batman with his boot. He fucking kicks the door open. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even like hold fire. He just like he's, full on did it. Like, there could ca- be people in here. I don't care. I'm just this is. Video. He figured it was empty. He he he's such a great Batman. He does this <laughs> role all the time, empty or not. Like he just is gonna go for it. And he's still in character. Yeah, so he talked to them. He talked character. to them. He said something like. Uh, hello ladies or some shit and then he turned around and he just, don't worry your hotel is safe yes your hotel is safe and then he turned around and he Batman back out of the room <laughs> and we went upstairs and as we were going upstairs it hit me I'm like dude do you realize like to you this is going to be a funny story or one day a story that I tell on a podcast um, to them they're going to go home that night and be like Mio. Yeah. No, did you do you realize this happened at that FetCon that the fire alarm went off? Okay, so we're, it's like 1 a.m., right? Everyone's getting ready to come back from the parties. Yeah. They're in their fetish gear. Like, there's a big, like, after party, and everyone comes back from that in their latex fetish gear and then puts in their bikinis and goes to the pool. Like so this is like one, this is right in between that time. And the fire alarm goes off in the hotel, yeah. so everyone has to go out side across the street this is downtown tampa which is there's people driving around on so it was a magical moment so we're across the street from this giant skyscraper of a hotel the hilton downtown tampa and there's people in full-blown fetish gear as well as bikinis pony gear just yeah latex. full latex pony gear, and then bikinis and just just all laid it off on like a full block and people are driving around going what What's going on? And there's a fire truck right in the front of the hotel. And I remember walking out with Sapphire and Devin. And we're like, let's pose in front of the fire truck. <laughs> and they're like, oh, Santi's going to yell at us. <laughs> and so we have some photos of us in front of this fire truck. And I have video. There. I have video. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think you were Jenny Check yeah. was there. I think it's the first time we met yeah. Jenny. And like... Yep, that was what. And then... And then after we're done filming, like fucking around with this in front of the fire stage, out comes Bob Batman. We'll say Bob the Batman. Yeah. Out the front doors. He was shooting at that time. Oh, he was. In full, his full, and this is classic Adam West, classic 
Batman gear, yeah. gear, like full cost, like total costume, and he comes out, and he's like, everyone's across the street. We're fucking around from the fire truck, and he comes out like the sole person, and just stands with his hands on his hips, the capes flaring. He looks side to side, and he's like, "It's okay, Tampa. Everything's safe, citizens. I got you covered." You know, he's just stayed in character. Oh my god! And that's that's such a great memory. That's what I told him, and I yeah. said, I said, uh. Literally, like, I, to this day, there's probably, a, like, a velvet painting of you on, on these women's walls. Like, in their heads, they saw L. Batman fucking kick the door open and go, like, all right, ladies, you know, and then, like, come back. <laughs> I mean, he does that. So we're, like, you know, like, does the, it so the women well. that were doing laundry they, that day, they did go home and say Batman. Yeah. And their husbands were, like, no, honey. No, 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 She's, no, like, no. no. The Batman. He was there. No. The Batman. No. He's, he's like Gustavo. Gustavo. <laughs> there were stains and then there were no stains because the Batman. He walked in. <laughs> Gustavo, I told you, is Batman. Yeah. It's Batman. It's oh, no. See, he, no. Know. Adam West is there, but that was not Adam West. That was this is a Batman. That's what are you? I don't know. That was kind of racist, but I'm Hispanic, so yeah, it isn't really. I'm yeah. Like, yeah Perdóname. Uh, so it's Colombian Hispanics that count. Yeah, my Guatemalanist. Yeah, so, okay. w- so let's talk about um, you picking up your camera for the first time. What what oh. drove you to that? Was it just was it a, another model who kind of said, "Hey, you should shoot your own stuff"? Or, well, yeah, uh, another model was like, "Shoot your own stuff," and I'm like, "Well, what? I don't know what it is." And uh, yeah, all these experiences with the Batman. But you already had discovered your niche as but the back girl I, I, before yeah, that? I, yeah, I started being back girl and started doing all these shoots, having fun, and I just became back girl. And then all of a sudden, that's what I got the most requests requests for, is be back girl. And then it's be Bat Tracy. And so I started just filming that stuff. Mm. And then the more I filmed, the more I got requests for it. And then the more people wanted to shoot me. And then all of a sudden it was, there was no more Tracy is Batgirl. It's Bat Tracy. But things have expanded. You've, you've done more. I mean, your store is now just more than just Bat Tracy stuff. You've... Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, once I did that, I started then, you know, I do one thing and I shoot with somebody else or just, uh, you know, Bat Tracy gets knocked out and then they take her boots off. And then it's, oh, can you do this foot fetish for me? Yeah. Or Bad Tracy gets knocked out and, oh, can you do this eye-crossing fetish for me? Or, oh, Bad Tracy gets, uh, the villains are stripping her and she's like, oh, she's such a duker, you don't do that. And then it's, oh, embarrassed naked female. All right. ENF fetish. So, which I, I, I'm told I do really, really well at. That's, that's the next category I got to cap, um, capitalize on. So, which is another thing I realized comes from being Batgirl, being Bad Tracy, because she's. So I realized so many more fetishes that I actually do kind of stem from that, Did or you... or come from the wrestling. Yeah. Which is uh, when I did wrestling, the first request I got, which uh, was to Rick go, comes to me with Rick with from Femme Wrestling Rims is like, well, I got this request for you just to cross your eyes for ten minutes. So I don't even know what to do with that. I do wrestling videos and this guy wants me to just cross your eyes for 10 minutes and I'm like well okay can I do that for 10 minutes real quick let me just interject for those of you who don't know uh, uh, Tracy is amazing at doing the eye rolling stuff like it's just it's it's that 
is it, was that something that just like this is what you, came from when you were wrestling. younger though like when you were those uh, like I can do like no I had no idea this is how it came about Jesus right Christ. here you, I, you've I done start... some stuff I remember I was editing one of your videos when we first shot with you and it was like when your first time well it wasn't even the first time we shot in, in Arizona it was the first time you came to Atlanta and we had done a, a knockout scene or something and you know you're, you're shooting through this like little screen Right. And so you're trying to just get the, the best overall You don't action. really, yeah, you don't really see. So it's not until you're sitting in front of your big ass fucking screen editing. and you're editing and I'm looking at it and you're doing this thing. <laughs> I'm probably going to ask you to do it again tomorrow because people, we, we've got a whole video that's just over the top. Yeah, exactly. So it's like the thing where you're like one eye is looking forward and the other one's like kind of going all over the place. And I'm like, fuck, what is she doing? Like I have to rewind it like three times. I'm like showing people like, come in here. You got to fucking check this out. I, I do like, the same thing. So I had a Devin. I lived with Devin. I'd live with Devin and Sapphire at the time. Yep. And, and, and Alex. And I would be like, guys, come in, come in, come in. So these three beautiful, like, you know, lesbians all around me. Like Devin and Sapphire this were is big influences. Fu- this is fucking amazing. <laughs> like just like staring at the, you know, at the eyes going everywhere. And they're like, how well, is that's, she doing that? That's how it started. I had no idea. I just started wrestling. Mm-hmm. With Rick, and then he's like, "Well, this person wants this custom. Ten minutes, and you just cr- crossing your eyes." And I'm like, "What?" Someone, someone. We were both kind of flabbergasted. There's a like, talent scout out there. Someone wants to pay us. We're gonna figure it out. He's like, "Well, maybe I can hold a pen in front of your eyes, and you cross your eyes." He's like, "Let's go look in the mirror. Maybe there's four eyes. I'll film in the oh, mirror." Oh, by that point, though. Like, and we're just like, "Well, we didn't. Neither one of us understood what it was." And um, so then I, I start crossing my eyes and playing with it, and I was like, "Well, maybe." I can make one eye move and I started playing with my eyes See, and realizing that's... and then he showed me that video like we filmed and then he showed me and I was like that's what I'm yeah. doing what and so when I wrestle and girls are choking me out or whatever I just naturally do that I go my eyes go wide and I get they go really wide mm. really big and I just didn't understand what that was until I watched videos of myself and I was like that's what I'm doing no way Ooh, but, but then so I then looked... I was like and then once we put up that but when one, Rick showed us the video like there was actually a night I don't know if you know about this I don't want to put Rick on front street but there was a night uh-huh. it's okay he's listening there was a night where we were at his place and we were at his uh, I think Sumika was there and we, we uh, I forgot who else was there Anne Marie maybe yeah it was uh, uh, Sumika was that Marie. the was that the weekend or was the one there was a, no that was the one where it was after that it was after it was that the most recent one and he played that uh, video back of you in the hotel Mm-hmm. And, you, and my, you had, I, they were you, there, right? You had and it I had, then, and I had no idea I was Holy doing shit. that. It was, it's that—that's the natural thing that I have. That even my friends that are like, it's like that thing that what's your stupid talent at parties? I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I would never know what it. Now I know it's what it is. Not, yeah, that's not and mine. I pull it out when I'm at, at at friends' houses that have no idea what I do, and I'm like, watch what my talent is, and I do my eyes, and then all of a sudden I have a crowd. They're like, what? Whoa. <laughs> like, yeah, I used to not know what I did, but now I do know what it is and it's a thing. And after I started doing it, I started practicing mm-hmm. so I could move one eye independently from the other. So I can cross my eyes and then move one eye independently and then move the other eye. You know what I'm going to do? Because I, don't, I never do this. Ooh. I'm going to do a little part of this as a video because uh, I'm going to have the fans see Special this. Special treat. Because how, how else can you really You can't really it? describe it. Right. I mean, I have. I mean, I've described it to myself. Others have described it to me until I saw it for myself. Even still today, I've been doing this eye-crossing thing for at least a few years. I still laugh. Okay. So, guys, you're going to get a little bit of an exclusive here. Should I take my glasses off? Yeah, I think so. So, we're talking about Tracy Jordan's ability to do the eye-rolling and the eye-crossing. And so, we're going to get a little bit of a demonstration. No one's seen it with the the headphones on. Exactly. I think it adds a little bit. That could be a new fetish. I could be looking. Is this the mic? I don't know. (laughs) 
Where's the mic? Is it over here? I don't know. We, oh my we, god. Where do I look? Where All right, this? so let's do a little bit of the uh, eye independent from the other. Can you do it? Like that's. Oh, that's fucking crazy. I'm like, am I doing it? You're doing it, yeah. Oh fuck. Okay, enjoy that, guys. <laughs> I don't want to do too much non... Like, if someone's in the car right now, they're probably pissed. Like, what the fuck? Um, just imagine one eye going and the other one's, like, kind of looking at you. And then you got it. And it's, it's fucking amazing. Crazy. Um, crazy. So, so, wait. Crazy, so, once sexy. again... I don't get how that happens. But okay, that's so, my thing. But so, <laughs> so that's the other thing that you were talking about earlier before we started uh, recording. So, you, so that has turned into not just eye rolling... But it's worked into other th- uh, 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 other themes when you're doing your, your clips, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you do like, because I think we talked about like the J-O-I stuff and then we talked about the the yoga stuff. Like, I mean, it, it's okay, amazing how so, these things kind of cross-pollinate. All of a sudden, yeah, uh, J-O-I for anyone who's not into that. Mm-hmm. Or explain what it is because someone might not know what it is. J-O-I is jerk off instruction in case you so want to know how to how do that guys tell you how to jerk off and i'm sure you already know how but sometimes you like a visual from yeah and see a hand that's not yours going up and down and sometimes you like to see big eyes go cross-eyed while they tell you what to do it however that's I a found, very that's a big so, sometimes i think well in japan i think it's pretty common because apparently the japanese <laughs> love this because they buy the clips non-stop and not just them i mean in this country and others as well however i will say that the japanese like the, i see japan a lot on my silly face goi wow joi um clips so it, that's my thing there's uh jerk off instruction and then there's cross-eyed and then there's silly face and there's cross-eyed face we're gonna do some of that and then there's that combination comp- combination and that's some niche i found that i didn't had no idea and that's one thing i can do is silly face jerk off instruction where i cross my eyes and stick out my tongue <laughs> and move my hand in jerk off motions and i tell you how to stroke it and how hard and how fast and when to come all while my eyes are crossed <laughs> just like that oh my god <laughs> I'm simulating it for him. No, it, um, she is. And... <laughs> you want to see it? It's called Silly Face Jerk Off Instruction. You oh can find God. it on <laughs> the Fetish Time. And it's such a funny thing because, like, um, like the <laughs> eye rolling stuff when it when it blends into my kinks. Like, obviously, one of my kinks is is wrestling. I mean, duh. Right. Uh, sleepy stuff. And so when you roll, the eye rolling is a huge thing for me because it's like if someone's getting knocked down and trying to sell it and they're rolling their eyes effectively, it's, it's a big part of the, the, the composition. So trying to sell it, but see, with my eyes, there's, is that what helped? There's not selling it, she's just doing it. Yeah. Right? Is that the... Yeah, so that could be another thing. It's like, it's not even like you're trying to do it, it's just you're, you're doing it naturally. But, you take that one small piece of it and mix it with something else and suddenly it's like, oh, I'm not into that at all. So the idea of you being like a yoga instructor rolling your eyes. Okay, so when I first thought of cross-eyed, I'm like, okay, guys like this because when you suck on their dick, maybe you look a little cross-eyed to them. That's my most natural thing. However, life is way more uh, there's a lot more to it than that because that could mean when like you said you're getting choked out or knocked out or you're about to go out you go cross-eyed and that's the thing or you know you're just I, I don't know what are the other reasons I get I get punched in the face I mean, yeah. and go cross-eyed and that's still like a knockout 
Um, oh, I did. Yeah, like you were saying, um, it was just love the cross eyed. And I, 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 if you if you have this fetish and you would like to share why, and it has something other other than getting knocked out or sucking a cock, I would love to know. <laughs> I'm always, I'm like, what? I'm sure I've heard of other reasons. Maybe, I, I don't know. Share with me, please. I, I would like to know. <laughs> well, I, I think a lot of it, uh, I know a lot of it has to do with the, um, the silliness of it. I mean, because Can't you know, what, be. I get a lot of, um, please don't be naked. Please. Yeah. I mean, I get super requests for, I mean, I think that's my niche is non-nude, over-the-top, silly, campy, crossing their eyes. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, how is this a fetish? However, it is. How is and, anything a fetish? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I love about fetish. And that's the difference between kink. And I think that's where I'm exploring all my different kinks. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I necessarily have a fetish. Um, but I love that people do. Yeah. I, I, it's, or I don't know if I love that I do. It's just there, and I love that I well, it gives can you a satisfy huge, that in some way. It gives or you get to it, explore. It gives you a playground. It gives you yeah. like a, a place to like really kind of explore and like the fact that you're creating your own fetishes. Like well, that too. Like I mean, I'm like, is this new? This whole like cross eye and I, I feel like well, the cross eye thing is huge, but also the yeah, idea but, that you're doing it so effectively. Like it, there's a lot of girls that can try to look silly, um, but you have this. You have big, very expressive eyes, and and they're like they're pretty much they can do anything you ask them to. So that's a very that's a big thing. Is you know not a lot of people have control. Like you know there's people who can't even do like dead dead weight correctly. I've worked with right. girls that I lift up the, the arm and then just let it go, and instead of like their arm dropping, it just stays there for like you know a millisecond and then it drops. And then I'd have to and it, it's not their fault. It's just like your body's not wired to to go dead weight when someone picks you up. Right. Okay. Like some people, I'm like, yeah, go cross that. And they're like, I'm doing it. I can't do it. You're like, no, you're not. You're not actually doing it <laughs> so at all. I have this friend at home that I, I, they're like, I'm like, yeah, what? I, they're like, oh, I want to buy one of your videos. What's one of your finished videos? I'm like, okay, go ahead. Go to my website. Pick anything <laughs> you want. Like, I want to know what you would buy. And somehow we ended up talking about the cross-eyed thing. And they're like, I want your cross-eyed yoga video. <laughs> and it's where I just do yoga instruction. And it's all about, you know, training your eyes to go across. And so, you know, I put my hands in the namaste together. And it's like, let's, let's namaste. Look at your hands. <laughs> and then move them up and down. And then you got to be crossed with your Oh with your God. eyes and hands in front. And I'm just like, yeah, that's the video I want. I want to see you cross-eyed. And I was like, oh, yeah, why is that so hot? Can you cross your eyes? And so my friend tries to cross his eyes, and he can't Aww. at all. They're like, they kind of go a little down, and he just looks like a little, like some of Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need help. Uh. <laughs> you know, and I just start laughing. And I was like, you know, I don't this is this is entertaining for me and it's not might not be sexual but i have a hell of a lot of fun on my job when i don't even realize it i just am hanging out with friends i'm not even planning <laughs> to talk my job and then it turns into an eye crossing yoga conversation and then my friends are trying to cross their eyes and they're all doing it i'm sitting around watching all my friends trying to cross their eyes and yeah, because they were fascinated by it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, tell me about this eye rolling. I was like, well, you guys want to join my um, eye-crossing yoga class? <laughs> and they're like, what? And I was like, yeah, everybody, you know, 
put your hands together and look at your hands. <laughs> and they're like fascinated. I can do that. What? You make a job out? I can do that. Soon my friend, you know, he, he tries to cross his eyes and yeah, he just looks totally dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Silly as fuck. Just walking around, stumbling around. I mean, his eyes are going every which way but cross. <laughs> like one, you know... So it's I, not. I, and this is what helps me realize. Oh, this is why they want me to do this all the time. This, this is, is a skill. This is a this is a skill that I had no idea I had. It's a I massive have. skill. I've had I have had I've had people come out of the woodwork. I'm night. proud of it now. You, you know, sh- before I was just like, oh yeah, whatever. I do this. You know, great. It's like useless talent number uh, I'm just cute. Or... They like my hair or my nose or my eyes, whatever. No, no, no. This is a special talent that I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure others can do. We and others have, but not everyone. Because when I get... made my friends do it, and he started looking all silly, then his girlfriend's like, I can do it, and then she starts, and then no, and then everyone else in the house is trying to do it, and all of a sudden it's like chickens trying to walk around and have no idea where to peck their food (laughs) it was just a silly like uh yeah a dance party where everyone is dancing to a different beat it's it's honestly it's amazing uh it's amazing not really amazing but it's like it's 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 not an easy thing to do so everyone try to cross your eyes right now yeah and have someone look at you while you do it and watch their reaction (laughs) Holy shit! That was a sneeze. Um, I always imagine and and, and, and tell me. I, I want to. I always hear imagine how, that someone. This is homework. I yeah. never really liked homework. I'm um, always assuming someone's in a car when this is a, a fun activity. Don't cross your eyes if you're driving, guys. That's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're driving, if you're on a plane, don't then do that. You go have it. everyone in the back seat try this <laughs> and report back to you. Um. So. It is, but it is a fucking talent because, like, one of the first times I worked with you, it was, um, you know, I immediately knew, like, I was shooting you and Sapphire and we were doing all these knockouts. And I was like, holy shit, her face is so expressive, but also the eyes and, you know, everything else, too. Like, I mean, just your body movement and, and because it is, it's just more than just rolling your eyes. It's, it's got to be like body movement, sounds, all that stuff. And so, yeah, my eyes cross and my arms just naturally go up and my mm. knees go weak and I just kind of flail about and it just kind of all naturally goes But even stuff other. like taking like a blow to the stomach or getting punched in the face or getting body slammed, like you knew, you instinctually kind of knew. Puff the cheeks and blow out. Yeah, but even like if someone just slams you and you're, selling the pain of the back you know like you this can... see there's that word again selling mm-hmm. see i use that term now too since i've produced my own stuff and my friends have come to me like what is this selling why what do you always say that selling they, they have no it's, idea what it's, that... a, it's kind of a pro wrestling term but yeah yeah they don't for... really understand what that is selling is basically if you i mean I guess in the world of wrestling the way it is is like the, the better you sell in the ring the better it makes the other person look you know, so if someone punches you and you really fucking sell that punch, it doesn't matter if they fucked up. Like it means we don't have to really get punched to show that we really that got too, punched. That too. Because but there if are someone, some people who think that they really have to punch you, and you're like, no, 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 I can sell it. But if someone, fuck, <laughs> if someone, if someone is giving you nothing, like if someone has you in a headlock and you don't feel a thing. You can still sell the shit out of that headlock and make exactly. them look good, you know. Yeah. And you're like, all right, you know. Who what? cares that there's a giant gap between their elbow yeah. and my neck? I mean, super fans might notice, but I'm gonna make my face reaction. Oh, I've had so awesome that they don't even notice no, that you gap. Take, you that take... they think she's so tight around my neck, and that's selling it. 
And then you take the wrist and you can actually lock it into your own neck. So you can oh, grab. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so as you're trying really, to protect yourself. No, that's you're like, really selling Yeah, it, that's really. like, <sighs> oh, no, crank. And then you make it look really nice and tight. So you're actually doing all the work. That's all, how, if you do that, then yeah. you're hired. Dude, there's. Again and again. <laughs> we we do a series called Invisible Wrestler. Uh, I, I think I don't think you've done that one yet. You've done the Invisible Ghost thing that we did in Phoenix. That was awesome. That was oh, fucking yeah. great. I like to beat myself up. Exactly. But we do one where it's like girls taking like pros like taking choke slams by you know from an Invisible Wrestler. Yeah, but well, hold on. Like that was the Evil Dead Bruce Campbell. Yes, that was our awesome. tribute to. Let's Evil play Dead. a tribute to that because it's not just me getting beat up by myself. I mean, that is your hand got possessed. That is a, a Bruce Campbell homage. Mm-hmm. He'll be uh, on this podcast one day. I've met him. He'll have no idea. Fuck you. He would. Yeah. God damn it. He'll have no idea why he's here because he's tied up because we chloroformed him. <laughs> Jacqueline's Jacqueline has uh, kidnapped him from the uh, con floor. <laughs> Ooh, what's his? I don't fucking know. Probably his his own face. He's very uh, he's very into his own handsomeness. From his <laughs> no, actually, I think he's his. I don't know. I don't. I don't know, man. He might be one of our customers. You never know. I'm pretty hey, sure Bruce, Bill. Like, how's I'm, it going? Like, we're still wondering you if come like hang out with us? we're still wondering if like Bill Cosby buys from like Jacqueline Velvets. We're not sure. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got really quiet after that. Well, I just brought the room down. We're talking about Bruce Campbell and camping. And I, and I brought up Bill Cosby. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. No, but... Uh, I'm sure he'll be in that limelight at some point. Everybody is these days, but, you know. He will. I mean, everyone, you know. And that's that's kind of what we're talking about is the idea that you shouldn't be uh, ashamed of your fetish or you shouldn't be ashamed of your kinks. You know, we're living in a world now that's very liberated in that sense. Uh, we were talking to Jason Ninja the other day, and he actually... I'll bring this up very quickly, but... He told a really cool story about like there's this guy who was like in his seventies when he f- discovered the internet and he had a thing for um, femdom, you know, his entire mm-hmm. life. But of course, his entire life, he couldn't tell his wife that. You know, this was yeah. back. He was married in the fifties. You know, you couldn't. It just wasn't going to happen. And it wasn't until he hit his seventies that he was like, I'm just now being able to talk to people about this and. You know, communicate with them online and chat with them, and and it exchange, opened him up and helped exchange him, photos, gave him and, new life, and probably extended his I, life. I and, hope maybe right? do some sessions, like something where like it, it gave him some of that. He managed to. to That's the positive side. I like to think about all of this. Yeah, that, and so, because there's the negative side. Well, what, what did his wife think about it? Mm-hmm. Was that wrong? Was it bad? And it's not her fault either. I mean, she, no, she was raised no, a certain no, way. Exactly. And, and that's when it comes to fetish and doing this job, I always try to think of the positive side is that you're introducing people to this. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're being introduced to people being introduced by this. And it's just, I, I tend to think of it as a very fun and exciting and positive time. And well, ha- and I have had the, the backlash, though. It's like, well, you're doing this. Are, are you just not encouraging people to do this they're they're explore their deviant side to be oh yeah all that we were talking about that earlier before we started recording so you... so i mean wrestling tends to be <laughs> well what did i i said this before we started you call uh, it a gateway fetish. talking yeah gateway fetish it's, it's very safe it's very easy you know uh, wrestling all oh, wrestling's fun that's on tv mm-hmm. people do that it's like right? bondage 
No, bondage. Well, bondage is on TV, but it's not in a, it's in a negative light. You know, someone's tying up and you got to save that person, but it's not good. Sometimes, yeah. Tied up. Depending on what show you're watching, yeah. And it's usually only in soap operas or late night TV, you know. Yeah. Wrestling is take the family to the wrestling show. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. So that's why I say it's a gateway because within wrestling, then there's the choking out and then there's the pass out. Then maybe we can tie the person up after that or lead into so many other or smell their feet or tickle them. or There's so many other things that that's uh, why I call it a gateway fetish. Interesting. There's so many things you can go into that, but wrestling itself is on TV. It's a family event. It's okay. But I mean, bondage. So is everything else though. Like there's everything Bond, else you everything see, whether else. it's a girl walking around in socks in a movie. Well, yeah, or... but that's that's that. But when we're coming to the the main things, like like you said, bondage. Yeah. That's well, bondage not... is bondage at this point is like an American pastime. Like it's just you know. Bond... At this point, I yeah. guess. It's However... like it's kind of like foot fetish. Foot fetish has now become so mainstream. Like it's it's you mentioned that someone has a foot fetish, and it's not even that weird anymore. Right. However, bondage is a little different because you've got a girl tied up and say she's acting like she doesn't want to be. Mm-hmm. She's the damsel in distress. Yeah. She's like, please don't tie me up. I don't want to, I don't want this. Now that's supposed to be sexy to someone. So are we encouraging people to go out and just randomly tie up some girl? Not at all. I don't think so either. However, <laughs> that is a question and that is a legitimate question. It's a, it's one that's been asked here before. However, yeah. Um. Or are you saying it's okay to be okay with this fetish and you can tie up people and it's okay and it's not such a harmful thing? Because you're looking at it through the eyes of someone who's seeing it as a fetish as opposed to, it, it's it's playtime. It's playtime between two playtime. consenting adults. And uh, that's why there's, there's you know, conventions that are dedicated to, to that kind of thing. There's, there's... <laughs> <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> it's swallowed. Oh, it's Okay. So whole for breathing. No, yeah, that's one of my kinks. So just keep at it. <laughs> There's not a technical malfunction, so see. It just went down the wrong hole. Is this where we just did? We just did. We just cre- create. It went down the wrong hole. Dot com. I don't think we created it, but we might have just became new members that or what i just said is <laughs> or work became new competition that, that or what That's I, it. no Ooh. i think what i just said it, it just pertains to a completely different fetish <laughs> it went down the wrong hole no it didn't that's the right hole we learn more about each other's fetishes yes, every we do. time we're together yes i'm just gonna feed you almonds and then just blow air into your mouth and see what happens um maybe you'll <laughs> just almond air <coughs> <laughs> Wrong one. Um, that's that's my shit. Every every morning, I fucking I wake up. I'll have my banana because that's I don't know, it's my first thing. I eat a banana, and then I'll have a handful of almonds for for protein or whatever. And then like Jacqueline will ask me a question, and I'll say something. I never like, I never saw you as almond milk kind of guy. No, no, just almonds, raw almonds. And so I'll eat a handful. You don't of add almonds. your own. Oh. No, I just eat. I do. I eat, okay. I eat them raw because I just I don't know. I just like the taste and the texture, and then like. Of course, my wife will ask me a question. I'm going with this. Almond yeah, milk I'm sure. There's too. nuts in your mouth. A few of you do. But I remember I said something like, she every morning she'll ask me a question, and as I say the answer, like I'll take air in and a chunk of that whatever the fuck almond will go into my throat, <laughs> and I'll do exactly what you just did, just uh, just not as elegant. Um, you see him trying to take my thunder from this whole thing. No, no, I'm so sure there's a whole... I'm, I'm going to take your little breathing <laughs> in the wrong hole and capitalize and tell you my own story. Can you, roll your, can you cross thing. your eyes while you while you have something in the wrong, too? Probably not. 
I think that's where it started. It's, yeah. We tried to make it about wrestling. Yeah, just eat an almond, like choke on it, See? and just have your eyes crossed, and then there's a new club. So this, uh, let me continue the track, because I do want to continue with your own productions. Um, you said initially that your niche was uh, Batgirl, which it was. Because, yes. you know, for a long time, you Bat Tracy is now an institution. It's kind of like a thing. Yeah, I mean, my first things were probably wrestling, um, bondage, damsel in distress style bondage, um, silly campy fetishes, like balloons, bubblegum mm-hmm. feet, um, things like that. But, yeah. Well, so what has when, become um, your Batgirl new... has become all of a sudden it was I would get little requests for that, but Batgirl became the majority of things that I did. But you've done, I mean, but you've branched out to definitely way more than that. I mean, in the last couple of years, like I've seen, I mean, just based on your Twitter posts and stuff, like I'll I've seen your you've done a lot of stuff with the the, the painted gold. Yeah, and producing wise, yeah, definitely. And gold. before we continue, can you please explain to the fans what that is? Because a um, lot of fans don't. May may not know what the the gold. My is. other personality is Miss Midas, hmm. and Miss Midas really gets off on having sexy girls come into her studio mm-hmm. because Miss Midas is an artist, and Good um, for her. she likes pretty girls and she's gonna sculpt them. You know, make sculptures of their likeness. That's what they think. So they show up going, yeah, this famous artist, Miss Midas, is going to take my image and sculpt me. However, I give them a nice drink that makes them really dizzy and and hypnotic and and under my spell. And then they freeze and they can't move anymore. Oh, so you incorporate the sleepy and the freeze. sleepy, hypnotic, under control, magic control under my spell. And then all of a sudden they freeze and they can't move anymore. And before that, you know, Miss Midas really has a thing for sexy women, especially if they're wearing pantyhose. So we incorporate the pantyhose fetish into oh, this as well. So they usually show up wearing nothing but pantyhose, and Miss Midas is just like, oh, you're so sexy, I'm going to sculpt you, but first have something to drink. And then they freeze, and before they're completely frozen, they're a little mobile, and I'm like, oh, you're so sexy, and you're wearing pantyhose. <laughs> so am I. And then Miss Midas strips down to just her pantyhose, and, you know, pantyhose leg on pantyhose leg, rubbing up and down. If you haven't had that fetish, you do now. <laughs> at least I hope. Or at least you should try. So then... Um, I have my phone. Oh, no, she's frozen completely stiff. So now I must coat her in gold. And so I I put my magic gold coating, and then now they're gold statues. And they're shiny golds, which is just a a gold metallic body paint Mm -hmm. that I put on them. It's non-toxic. It's food-grade material, so it's completely non-harmful to them. And they get to pick whatever kind of oil mixture I mix with them, which is usually some kind of nice body oil, like sunflower seed oil or grapeseed oil. And we're back to the sun. I don't like baby oil because it's so, ugh, it just smells so bad. It's just, mm-hmm. I like the what massage people use, massage oil. It's really good. What did you, um... and I mix it with this gold, um, gold powder paint. Anyway, so we get, uh, that's, that's the non, that's the technical stuff. The so once they're, once they're frozen, so you I, just I paint, paint them? Yeah, so they're frozen, I paint them, and then they're gold statues. And then I put them on display as, like, I carved them or I molded them out of gold. However, no one really knows that they're the real person. Frozen. Oh, my God. Their, their beauty is eternal. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
like Doctor Who. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so there's many different storylines I've come. I, I, I have um, painted girls gold and frozen them, whether they be dolls, statues, mannequins. They they know they're being painted, whether they don't, whether they're frozen solid or mm. not. Um, however, the most successful storyline and what I really enjoy the most is this Miss Midas storyline. And that, you know, she's the artist that everyone wants to pose for because she's so famous for creating such beauties, but no one knows. That they're and really, really I only like begging choose, to be released. I only choose the stuck-up bitches that no one misses anyway. <laughs> you were talking so nicely about them earlier. Well, yeah, because I want them to compose they're for me. They're so beautiful. However, you know, it's usually part of it is that no one misses them anyway. And so... Uh, so what then you... there are these golden statues. What... So there's this whole fetish on this. Um... What do you think that came from? Goldfinger. Thank every, you. Every every single time you I do right. one of these, you got it right. You got it right. Come on, every single time I do one of these, I, I've done probably ten different models, painted them gold, yeah. and every single time I do it, and I'm like, are you guys the same person? Like, they go, did you leave a patch for you because so and so died, and and filming Goldfinger, and you know. So they're so concerned that I leave a patch of skin free so they don't die because there's this whole, have you heard of this? It's like an urban legend that the chick that posed for Goldfinger died or got sick or whatever because (laughs) they didn't leave a patch of skin open for her to breathe. Except that's not true. Mm No. Oh. Yeah, your skin can't die from being painted. Well, if, if you, you spray paint the bitch, maybe. No, not even. A, no, your skin. No, that. Stop thinking that. Well, I don't know. I don't spray paint bitches with paint that was in the seventies. I don't know what they did. I don't fucking know. <laughs> you can't choke skin. I Hold think on. you can. You can. <laughs> if you tar and feather someone, probably. No, they'll walk around tar and feather, but they're not going to be like. Oh, my, my skin, skin can't breathe through the skin holes. But your skin has to breathe. At some point, you no, can probably... If your you skin has to breathe, but like in that way of like, like if you have beauty products, like, oh, make your skin yeah, breathe. Right. Yeah, you're not... Yeah, you're, you're Just lo- don't challenge me. I'm sure I could cut off your pores in some way. You probably could, but if all I I'm saying is If I duct taped you like, from head to toe, yeah, your skin would be but that's more like your lungs. Like, that's, that's, a, that's, <laughs> that's how you die from not breathing. So if your friends are sending... Or your, if someone sends you that and be like, hey, be careful, leave a little patch. And Every like, time. Yeah. I've only done... I. I don't know, two, three, three dozen of these videos, and every single time I'm like, and every time I find like someone new, especially when it's someone new. I think the last new person I did was Teramisu. Yeah, sure. And she's she came awesome. through. Yeah, and oh, when Sin Sage came. Oh. So Sin. You goldified okay, Sin. Okay, Sin. I I met Sin when I first started this industry. Did you leave like a butt yeah, patch? Sin, Sin was one of the people that was like, oh, when I first. I mean, I'm new and I wrestle Santiago, and Sin's like, well, let me feel this girl out. Let me see you, you boys, step aside. Let me check this girl. Out. Yeah, she's cool. I was like, Sin, okay, Sin, cool. <laughs> she's been in here for a while. Like, I got the approval by Sin. I'm good. Let's work. She's, uh, um, she's so I've known her in a long shit. time. She's great. So she's uh, gonna travel through, and this was just a, last year, it, maybe a year. I saw the picture on Twitter. Her, yeah. yeah, yeah. So she comes through, and I was like, "Well, I have gold. They want to see you gold." She's like, "Okay, well, 
I just want to make sure I'm okay. Should I leave a patch of skin open? <laughs> like, oh my god! She's like, I just. Does she really fucking believe that shit? Well, I mean, she's just like you know being safe. <laughs> Guys, your skin. Just real quick, just a little PSA from the Super Kids World. Um, skin cannot suffocate. It is skin. If your lungs are suffocating. Stop whatever's causing you that. You can breathe, of If someone's okay, let me put it this way: if someone tries to paint your lungs gold, <laughs> stop them from doing it immediately. <laughs> Otherwise, enjoy the paint. Thank you. I will say the paint I use is probably better than just like the spray paint can you would go. Oh God, it doesn't matter. <laughs> he is not advertising you to go get a cold can of spray paint and spray paint your. Oh my that's, god, that's not if okay. If you start huffing gold paint, you might die. <laughs> Let's just get, yeah, if you start. Your okay. skin has pores. It if does breathe in. Literally huffing gold paint, you're gonna die. I mean, you're gonna However, die beautifully. Sin did. She's she's a very level-headed person. Was like, well, I just, you know, I want to make sure I'm okay. I was like, no problem. You know, I told her. I said this this gold I use. It's it's food grade. It's what they paint cakes with. You know, it's what they do, make all kinds of food with. It's food grade. It's FDA approved. I mix it with body oil. That's safe. She's like, okay, cool, but I still want to be safe. As soon as I put it on her. Folks. As soon as I put it on her, she goes, oh, this is fine. This is fine. I will will say that she's smart to go, yeah, you know, I trust you. I like you and all, but I'm going to take precautions because I'm a smart person and I haven't done this before. As soon as she got the experience, she's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm fine. Like, this is so easy. I don't even know what I'm sorry about. Everything's fine. Great. Like wait, but that's kind of like, are you playing a witch? Should I put some salt on the floor? But this so? this is the example where I would never judge anyone for you know. Yeah. I totally get it. Yeah, I, you don't it might know. Be, it might you be might hear this. You don't know. And when you're a model going into a situation, you yeah, you might. I'm just not gonna take that risk. I you know? know when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I was like eight or nine, and my parents were watching Goldfinger with me. Did you and, hear that she died? Because she didn't have a patch. <laughs> skin open <laughs> what stop <laughs> spreading lies where did it come from where did this so whole... so no it, it came from the movie so in the, in the film uh she helps um she's helping goldfinger cheat through a card game and in comes james bond and seduces her and basically makes her miss the fact that she's trying to help goldfinger win the card game so he loses so goldfinger's this big bad guy of course he loves gold because his name is goldfinger i mean i guess if that's your last name what else you can do so um he leaves her and then he comes back and she's dead and she's covered she's on the bed and she's covered, like, right? completely that naked iconic it's scene. that iconic shot yeah where there's like a, a bookshelf right where her butt cheeks are supposed to be so you can't see the ass but you can see her body and she's face down the arms draped across the bed and she's covered in gold paint and then there's that one scene where it's like Hence, this fetish has been born, and bond, I get to be Miss bo- No, no, it's, 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 it's this. It's this. Um, bond, she died because her skin couldn't breathe. And they fucking, everyone in the world fell for it. They were like, oh my God, if your skin can't breathe, you can't die. Okay, so honey, next time we paint each other head to toe, like, let's leave a little patch. There was never no, like, anything. Like, it was no, just it was from a total, pure movie. It was literally a guy wrote it in the script and was like, yeah, that makes sense, right? If skin can't breathe, yeah, Bob, does that make sense? No, no. Oh, well, fuck, I'm gonna yeah, write it anyway. I mean, I get that that it was part of the thing, but yeah, I except thought... that your skin doesn't breathe. You're not, a, you're not, a, you're not a fish. 
So it's like, so immediately everyone was like, that's bullshit, but no one paid attention to it. But the people who are keyed into the fetish who are now hating me right now in this podcast, there's a guy who literally just jumped out of the plane. I'm telling you, they all write me. They're like sitting there. Oh, like, he's pissed you? right now. There's a guy who's going to be like, no patch, no patch Adams. <laughs> when I don't get any more gold sales, I know who to Oh, no. Oh, you really Don't know. put that on me. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. They Don't get painted. always no, no, no. love gold. Just leave your taint free and clear. I think. Ooh, the golden taint. I haven't done that. <laughs> the ungolden taint. Ungolden taint. It's like ungolden pond. <laughs> sort of. With Henry Fonda. You want to do golden. Ungolden taint. You want to be gold. I don't want to be gold. How no. would you feel if I paint, wanted to paint you gold? If you painted me gold, I would let you paint every inch of me. Because well, I would wouldn't. Be the point. Because I wouldn't die. <laughs> like uh, that's the point Santiago died yesterday because his toad was not unpainted by <laughs> Tracy Jordan the murderess in question I'll leave your toe unpainted he requested his taint be unpainted but she she said fuck it so I, I will paint you completely gold but I'll leave one piece naked thank you what, what, it's oh, the toe? No is, that, is that, is that I mean, your choice? If you could have any piece of you, <sighs> like if, if you got to be painted gold and you had to leave a piece free in order to live. Just, just the penis. Yeah, I'm just going to keep it. Just the tip? Just the tip. Is that an appropriate time for just the tip? Because I never want just so. the tip. I want no. more than that. I'm pretty sure, if I'm correct, that's, that is the name of the next uh, Bond film. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Daniel Craig in <laughs> Just the Tip. It's it's not yeah that's bullshit. Um, but no, but I, I do I, I I think it's great that the first that's the first answer you gave was like it's Goldfinger you know because it's like absolutely and it's become such a massive thing. I'm sure like, I would like to know again like if there I mean that's what I know is Goldfinger. That's where it comes from, but I have an interest in this. Like, where where else is? I know that that's not the well. Only the Midas thing. touch, the Midas touch, King Midas. Yeah, King, I mean, King Midas is touching everything and turning into gold. Into gold. That's the oldest story, you know. And then we get. I'm sure that's where Goldfinger came from. So have I you mean, ever... stories just keep like that's what I I love. I mean, my my passion is in history and ancient cosmology and just learning where stories come from. And hearing stories, and it translate that to today. Like, where does this fetish come from? Well, Goldfinger the movie. Well, where did Goldfinger the movie come from? Well, from King Midas. And where did those stories come from? You know what I haven't seen is a, the 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 Bible thing, like where the God. This is gonna be weird. So the whole Sodom and Gomorrah thing, where like the guy's running away from the city, he looks back, and his wife turns into a pillar salt. of salt. Mm-hmm. You know, like has that been a thing? Like, because I'm wondering, that's gotta be difficult <laughs> to do. Yeah, probably. make somebody out of like yeah that, that would be more expensive I think if someone's like can you make a, a you know Kimberly Jane sculpture out of salt like it'd be like uh, that might take a while expect a new chiff tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> you just said the name Kimberly Jane and can there be Sophia is like sitting rapidly right now but we're gonna be like how does she even hear this I haven't uploaded it yet how the fuck is it up now. Um, but, uh, okay, so let's uh, move on to the next piece. So you have now, you're now neck deep in production. And yes. you're doing tons of shoots. Now, we are past, at this point, 
bat tracy and and just doing knockouts and eye rolling you've done now you're, you're hitting like what i call the umbrella which is where it's just the massive you know group yeah of when i'm starting to get people just coming back just uh yep yeah, film this just because i can film and so what I do pay you attention to detail and i do it good good what are the more lighting, like esoteric sound. like out there stuff that you've shot um, I wouldn't say one weird because weird is a bad well, word, but like right in this industry, I don't, I don't really ever want to put down weird, but there is my own personal taste. Yeah, and yeah something yeah. I think is weird is someone else's treasure. So just because I say it weird, it's weird. Well, mm-hmm. great for someone else who loves it, and maybe weird is great. However, I can't get away from certain terms, so we can be PC about everything. However, there's oh, things that are say, weird to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There are things that are weird to me, and I'm great that they're, I'm so happy that they're great for someone else, but they're weird. And there's one fetish I stopped doing. And I've been contemplating whether to start it again just because it's uh, lucrative, uh, monetary value. However, it became so prevalent that it started to climb into the fact that I'm not comfortable doing this personally anymore, and I'm not sure where this lies, so I'm going to put it aside. And now I'm questioning whether I... Well, hey, I made money on that. I'm not so weirded out. Oh, now I'm curious. So there's this whole, um, I don't even know how to classify it because it started as one thing and went to another. So I, I think it started when with belly fetish and I was pregnant. Oh, yeah. So, okay. All right. Yeah, um, and I had belly fetish and then I wasn't pregnant anymore. And then people started asking about um, belly and then there's eating where you uh you like uh there's this one guy that shops around to to all models i've heard many people talk about this person and maybe it's several people i don't know this fetish i should say as where you eat a whole turkey like you get a turkey and you eat it all and you act like you ate it all which you don't have to because no one can really eat the whole turkey in one thing well maybe if you can then great film it all the way through however sometimes you have to take breaks and cut and make it act like you ate and then you stick your belly way out like yeah, yeah, yeah i just ate I this say the turkey, yeah. whole turkey and it was a big deal or like oh anything like one time um now this might be embarrassing a little bit however we haven't I don't even, care. We, we haven't even got started. So one of my most famous videos, which I, I didn't even know, was uh, Tracy's Pizza Belly. Okay. So I was like, okay, I'll take on this. And like we had a bunch of pizza. Oh, I ordered that one like yeah, 10 times. Yeah, right? And then it's like I acted like I ate a bunch of pizza boxes. I had a party. A bunch of people had pizza. And I was like, well, wait, I'm going to film when the pizza gets here. And then I'm going to film after. So we filmed later that night with all the pizza boxes empty and I just stuck my belly out really Did you actually far. film when the pizza got there? Yes. Yeah. Like, well, not with the pizza guy. Oh, I However, like now I would. That would but awesome. at the time, I was like, my first time now, again, I would. If you shot from the side? I'll just give him a big tip and yeah, like, you shot, not no, see he, his face. Yeah, just you shot know, just side. like, can you just stick your hand in here? I'll give you a big tip. Like, like yeah, I had to get that realism feel. Oh, be great. Be great. Or I'd just, you know, dress up my friend in a pizza delivery outfit and do it all. But... <laughs> Kimberly Jane S. This is the same. <laughs> Kimberly Jane S. Pizza delivery person. Whatever. You want to deliver pizzas now, don't you? I mean, I would like to get a pizza from Kimberly Jane right now. Yeah, see? Can you make that happen? Probably. She, no, probably not. <laughs> she can't run that fast. It might be a big fee. Yeah. Make- so, um, yeah, so I act like I eat all this, my belly's sticking out, and I act like I can't um, um, butt my jeans and all this. So this became a huge thing. I get so much... 
like attention and emails. Were and you requests. pregnant at the time? Or no, no, not at all. Before this or after? is all acting. Like I um, just randomly had. A, I, I don't heard, know why I was thinking. I was like, pregnant. No, I think I I'd heard people talking about doing these vagish videos, and I had one friend that did. She goes, "Oh my god, I just did a belly clip. I acted like I ate a lot, and I just played with my belly." And she's like, "I'm out. number one selling clip right now." Holy shit! Of all clips, oh not just god. that category. I'm All like, clips. Why am I teaching people how to do fucking suplexes? <laughs> Just kidding. Go ahead. I'm actually <laughs> well, rethinking. Actually, life you now. are still in the top categories for clips to stay out. But still, wait. <laughs> this was the top selling clip, and I was like, wait, 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 wait. She just, like, ate and played with her belly, and I was like, this is something most girls try to not show. Mm. This is the thing we fight against showing. You know, we're not going to eat a lot of pizza in front of people. We're not going to let our Oh, so you had never encountered this idea. uh, I mean, I had seen it and heard it, but never, like, like to this extent where... um, What is the actual actual category? Is it overeating or... That's that's the thing. Is it when, when this is how it started. I wasn't really sure. I had done pregnant videos where they like to see my big belly, and that came into vor, pregnancy, all these things. And then after that... I had gotten a little request and I didn't really fulfill them as much. And then my friend said, well, I just am the top selling clip of all clips on Clips for Sale. Not just the category of all clips. She made $1,000 mm-hmm. in, one, in one day. Jesus fucking Christ. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And all I can think of is like, well, because this is what, what most women choose not to show. We don't want to show the belly. The whole, like, general society is about not showing something like this. So I was like, all right, well, fine. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. So, my friend, like, we, I had a bunch of people over. We ordered, like, four or five pizzas. Nice. And I was like, I'm going to film the four or five pizzas, you know, and put them on the counter. They're all full. And then at the end, I sat there, like, they were all go- gone or there's some crusts. And I'm chewing on a crust. And I just stuck my belly out as far as I can. And I'm trying to, and I, and all, the whole video is, me trying to button my pants and I can't so then I stick it out and I just play with my belly (laughs) and that got so much traffic so much attention I made so much money on that video that I was just like really (laughs) are you this is this is it okay so from that it started getting into this weird um injecting aliens impregnating aliens into my belly so it, there was a few eating stuffing belly videos and then it became where I started getting all this well you can push your belly out and act, like make it look like it's uh, inflated so then there's belly inflation Shit. and I think it's just certain times because I've been pregnant and, and certain times I can really like push my belly out really far and it depends on how I'm laying and how I'm doing it and how I can push it out but it, I can push it out far and so I would do that, and they're like, oh, my God, that's amazing. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I did one where it was just like kind of belly inflation, like belly in and out, in and out, in and out. Like, and then it was, oh, can you – you're laying down, and an alien comes up inside you and um, gets inside your belly, and he's moving around. So the alien goes into your belly button, and he's moving around, so then that goes up and down and mm-hmm. up and down. So my belly's going up and down that way. So I'm like, okay, I can do that. And then it's then the, the alien bursts out of you and you're dead at the end. How do you act that out though? It's just Well, like... then it, it's just like there it's the focus on my belly going up and down and then it goes black and I just make this sound. 
Oh, okay. And so there's they, no like shot of you, like no, no, you know. no. I, I mean, yeah, no, I don't. I had one guy actually write me, and he was like, you know, the scene in Aliens when she's got the cat on mm-hmm. her belly, and then she's waking up and it's aliens. Yeah. And um, they wanted me to recreate recreate that. Because you, ne- you, you never know? really get to see her die. She just yeah, but he screaming wanted, the whole time. Yeah, no, but he just wanted. He's like, if you could have a cat. What? <laughs> like seriously? Look there. Look. I was like, whoa, this is a little too. <laughs> Can you get Sigourney Weaver? Is yeah, she, yeah. And then, yeah. of course, this guy didn't want to no, pay no. for any of it. Is Lance Henriksen there? Can you just there? do it because no. I like it? Actually, can you shoot this in space if you guys have any? <laughs> I know. Yeah, just in case you have, like, a catapult or, you know. Just... Yeah, so the, there was that guy. And then there's, um, yeah, and then it just came. And so I started doing, okay, so then it's like, let's shoot the camera, like, POV where the camera's on the ground. Like, it's the alien in my house, like, scurrying around, and it'd go under the couch. Aww. And it'd come out of the couch, and then Aww, it'd go under adorable. the bed, and it'd come out. All of a sudden, it'd see me sleeping, and I'm just, like, sleeping for about two minutes. And then it goes under, then it's all the camera POV, and it comes, comes up to my belly, and it's staring at my belly button, and then fade to black. Dives in. And then all you see is my belly going in and out, this belly going in and out, and that's the alien, because it went in inside me. You know, and then I did one video where it was painful and I have to act very painful. And then the other one, the next step was where it's very erotic. You know, I have to, oh, every time it moves, I, I haven't, like, I'm very orgasmic. And then there's times where, um, that it bursts out of me and I'm dead. And then there's other ones where it's like, okay, well, now we want another model and she's a witch and she's going to do this weird finger movements over your belly while you're asleep. Oh. And then now that's... she's. Yeah, and then she. That's from the fucking Beastmaster. <laughs> Beastmaster, right? <laughs> we just watched that the other night. All fetishes just come from. Seriously, no. Jacqueline and I were watching. We were like, we go to bed sometimes. She'll be like, put on something fucking just out there, and I'm like, I haven't seen Beastmaster since I was like ten. And <laughs> she just, says that to you, really? Well, no, she'll just be like, that's how you, you guys live together. Yeah, <laughs> just play play something, and and so I'll put on something from my youth, and I'll put on like the other day, I put on the Beastmaster. You know, she's she stayed this long, you know. You can put on whatever you want. And there's a scene where there's a pregnant woman. I know Beastmaster. And I know. I never I'm, made this connection before. I'm wow. describing it to the fans, but there's a scene where I have never even so, thought of this before. Real quick, yes. just just for those of you guys who don't know this, because I mean we have a lot of young listeners. I hope. Uh, wait, oh, I, I hope, hope. I hope. When I say I hope, I mean like between the ages of like 20 and like 30, and you guys are totally like understanding your own fetishes, but. You don't or under- or learning exploring. Yes. But when I say I hope, I mean <laughs> I. It means I. Do, I can introduce you to stuff like the Beastmaster. So the Beastmaster was this movie made by Don Coscarelli. Oh God, in the early eighties. Um, I think. It was, yeah, I, and so it stars Mark Singer as this guy who can talk to animals and he fights a bunch of bad guys. That doesn't matter. What matters is when he was a kid. Um, He's the son of a king and a queen, and this witch comes to take him out of his mother's belly. And I forgot about this. I literally straight up forgot about this. It was one of those things where my brain had just pushed it to the bottom. And Jacqueline's watching this movie with me, and she's like, why is she bringing a giant... Like, like she brings... The witch brings this huge cow into the room of the queen who's sleeping, and then starts to touch the queen's pregnant belly. And the belly starts to move, and there's little like it's weird hands start I've coming never out of it. Made this connection, and then before. you see the cat. What she's doing is she's taking the baby and she's transferring it from the woman's belly into this cow's stomach. And so as the she's touching the woman's stomach, and it sinks, and you see the cow's belly get bigger, 
and it's just like there's a baby there's a fucking human baby in this goddamn cow and the wife not the wife the, the, the queen her stomach is, is this like why collapsing I do this job now because I saw this it's collapsing <laughs> and then she dies for whatever reason and this 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 witch takes the cow to a fire and it tries to stab the baby and someone stops it and then it turns into Mark Singer and he's wearing nothing and there's he talks to uh, what are they called the little because he's the baby right? yeah what do they call yeah. those little fucking rodents like the really long ones they're like weasels but what are they called the cute ones um, ferrets ferrets he has like two ferrets. He has a black tiger that got painted black for the movie and it died because of the paint. Because you know, because you can't breathe. Because they didn't leave his tail they, unpainted. They didn't give him the little patch. If he lived, they left his tail unpainted. Oh my god! Been... That poor fucking tiger. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh man, that's where be. You know, that's why. That's see, why the tiger died. See, I oh learned why I do my job many ways all oh, the time. The guys on Beastmaster were probably just like, oh my God. Hey, so we have this tiger, <laughs> but... Um, we want him black, but don't paint him all black. No, no. No, really? The taint? You want to paint that too? Okay. Well, what about the asshole? No, the asshole? But it's not even going to be in the movie. Okay. Well, it's probably going to die because... You guys know what they've been saying about that gold paint. God damn it. <laughs> it died. No, it was something to do with the, the toxicity of the paint with the skin or something. I don't know. It had nothing to do with it. It wasn't a patch where it couldn't breathe. Exactly. Why are we talking about this? Oh, so the baby thing. So there's a, there's the scene where like the mother's belly. <laughs> We're actually talking about something way yeah. more fucked up. Than, Jesus Christ. Than that. So the mother's belly thing. But it's a, it's, it's a good five, five to ten second shot of like the belly and the 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 baby in it and like it's 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 a prosthetic but like it's a mother dying because the baby is like uh getting sucked out of her womb or whatever so it's this very interesting kind of like thing but at the same time it you know related to like ripley and aliens it's the same thing it's like there's this thing in your stomach it's trying to get yeah, in and, trying to get out. and that's that's a that's a huge fetish that i didn't even understand and once I started doing that, and then doing this alien in the belly and making my mm. belly pulsate, and then something bursting out of it, and then when it started becoming someone incorporating like someone else impregnating me with something or magic spells and eggs, and it just, I got flooded. I, I actually got overwhelmed with requests for this. And this is after the, the pizza one. Yeah, yeah, because that's just like, oh, the overeating stuff, the, like, for some reason, like, you know, eat overeating and overweight stuff sells really well. Um, that's one fetish I don't know if I fully support. Just I don't support anything that's not healthy for somebody. I mean... At some point, I want everyone to just be who their own, of course, their own person. But, but if, if someone's getting hurt, but you did it safe. Yeah, yeah. As long as it's all safe. You implied that you were eating and safe. All so these. that's that's only for I can't judge that unless I know what's going on. I can't on. imagine there's anyone out there who's actually eating that much pizza because that would be well, dangerous. No, but there are. I mean, there are people who are just the foodies, and the feeder, and the okay. feedies. And I didn't, it's, okay. and it, Yeah, it's a huge thing. And that's actually one of the most top-selling things in, in fetish. The more taboo, the more risky, the more on the line weird it is, is usually the more selling. I mean... I do recall, yeah, I've worked with a couple of girls that have worked with, uh, with BBWs and stuff like that. Yeah, and, yeah. And I mean, they're, like... they're the top-selling yeah. fetishes. That and taboo. 
Which meaning moms and sons and mm. brothers and sisters. And so let me go back stuff. to that very quickly. Um, not to, to that, but like to, to what you <laughs> talked about before that, which was the pregnancy stuff. Oh. So you were pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what did you... I mean, obviously, when you're, in a, when you're in a situation when you're pregnant, I'm assuming you're very picky about what you were going to shoot in that state. Uh, what did you decide to go for? Like, what was your... What did you do? Because uh, well, I haven't a chance to really go back and look at that. I was going to do some research, but I didn't have time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want Jackie to walk in on me and be like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm looking at Tracy's pregnant stuff, honey. You should probably leave. <laughs> no, come here. Check, out, check it out. What, what's going on? Wait, check like, out. Oh, wait, 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 wait. for cro- sure. no, 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 no. Wait, wait for cross-eyed Lamaze. It's amazing. <laughs> If only everyone knew that every time you breathed out, you're supposed to close your eyes, the babies come out so much faster and more intelligent. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Her no. kid's already in eighth grade, and he's only how old? Three. Yeah. There you go. And his eyes are crossed, but you know what? He, that, he's going to be great. <laughs> uh, that's he's how he tricks than... everybody. Everyone's like, his eyes are crossed. He must be dumb. Nope. He is now the president. Disclaimer, my son is not cross-eyed. He is not cross-eyed. He's very handsome. <laughs> I take that back. He's More very, intelligent than all of us. He's very, yeah. He's he's here somehow. <laughs> hiding in the trees. Uh, your, 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 your son is absolutely like the cutest kid. <laughs> like every time he posts a picture, I'm like, oh my God. He's like a Gerber baby. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. He's very happy. He's He's awesome. Happy, happy kid. Well, he's got a great mom, so it works out. But no, well, let's go back. You can't get out of this deck that quickly. So, so pregnancy like, fetish. So pregnancy fetish, like, okay, so I'm do? pregnant. And what I realized is while I'm pregnant, I'm like, no one wants to see me. I'm a fat cow. I'm ugly. This is horrible. <laughs> like, okay, so, like, this is me thinking while I'm pregnant. A year down the road, I'm not pregnant anymore, and my across-the-street neighbor is. She's pregnant with twins, and I see her out there, like, trying to do yard work, like, super pregnant in this, like, tight little dress. Was she cross-eyed? No. Oh, well, maybe. I could, uh-huh. I'm looking for across I would have the street. Bought the, I would but, have bought I mean, clip, she yeah. probably was, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> However. But you I just found see, her attractive? I'm, I, yes. I'm just like, wow. You know, it's just like, she's beautiful. There's this pregnant, but like she's just, you can, that glow people talk about, right? And I'm like, oh, this is It's the beauty people, of fertility. This is what people said about me. And I was like, yeah. don't you dare stare at me. What are you <laughs> fucking doing? So during that time. There Pizza! Were, yeah, there were times where I wanted to shoot, times where I didn't. Um, looking back on it now, I'm like, why didn't you shoot more? Oh my gosh. You know, and I'm like, yeah, well, I barely what, shot what, it all. So what did you shoot? So um, there's one. I, I barely shot it all. There's one video I did, and it is my top-selling video of all time. Of course it is. And it's called Tracy Eats Zach. And, <laughs> and this is one that I thought, this is a custom that was so specific that I thought would no not... No one's going to buy this. That I Yeah, no one's going to buy it, and even if they do. I still look today. Oh this was shot five, six years, six years ago. And I still, it's still my top, top selling clip of all time. Wait, how old is your kid now? Uh, he's five and a half. Fuck. Yeah, this is a six-year-old oh clip God, and it's still my so top selling clip. So what it is, it's a vor. Okay. It's under the vor fetish, which is... I would think that you eating a sake would be a vor. 
Well, this is, so I'm pregnant. So the whole thing is, it starts off as a POV, as the camera is on the ground. Like it's, um, no, it starts off with the camera is the person and I'm on a date with him. And then I snap my fingers and shrink him. And then the camera goes down to the floor. So giantess. Yeah, so it's like giantess. So they, uh, then the camera goes down to the floor and I'm talking to him like, oh, look at you, Zach. And it's very specific that I say this guy's name. So Zach, Zach, throughout the whole video. I've noticed which, when I film for, for Jacqueline that they do like their names. Yeah, and usually I think when they want their name specific, it won't sell as well for the general public. It's no. just for that specific customer and I'll put it up and people will buy it or not. So I'm like, all right, this one's really specific. It won't sell. So I'm saying Zach's name all the time. Oh, Zach, I'm going to eat you. I'm going to eat you. So I pick up the camera and I act like I put him in my mouth. And then, whoa, look, you're in my belly. And so that's where we use the pregnant thing is he's wow. in my belly. And while was Zach, he was he a Lego mania? I have no idea. Okay. It might, not be, it might not be the same Zach, but anyway. <laughs> if you could shed some insight onto this <laughs> top-selling clip of mine. Do you remember that commercial? No. Oh, my God. I, yeah, I try I'm, not to pay attention I, to commercials. I'm, I'm way just... older than you. I'm like 65 compared yeah, to... Yeah, by like, what, three years? No. Like, I'm like 89. But no, there was a commercial back in the day where it was like, it was for Lego. And it was like, Zach, Zach, he's a Lego maniac. And it was like this kid who's like fucking really into Lego. Did he play with Le micro machines? No, he played with Legos. <laughs> no, it was this kid. No it was one like, remembers micro machines. I remember micro machines. I, I love I'm micro sure machines. you yeah, do. And there was the guy who like, really fast. Oh, no, micro machines. Yeah, right. yeah, that guy's awesome. But there was a the guy named Zach, and it was this kid, and he was just like, I guess what you would call if if Lego was cocaine. And, See, I had micro machine guy. And you that and, was my Lego yeah. cocaine guy. Yeah. So Legos were cocaine, <laughs> and Zach was like Andy Dick or or some sort of Hollywood actor type, where it was just like, and that was hey he was, guys. Yeah, and he was the he was the Lego maniac, and uh, anyway, I, it sounds very familiar. But anyway, continue. Yeah, okay, so I, I eat Zag and he's in my belly and I look down and there's my pregnant belly and I'm like, oh, Zag, you're in my belly. Yay. I want to try on my yoga outfit. So I put on <laughs> a sports bra and yoga pants. And then it's like, ooh, I want to put on lingerie. Ooh, I want to put on jeans and a, like, like, and a top. Ooh, I'm going to put on a, a dress. Ooh, what if I go out? And so all I do is just try on about seven different outfits and just check him out, Zach, my belly. <laughs> And like Zach, I can't wait to show you off in my yoga outfit. Look at the oh, way my Zach. yoga pants. Oh, Zach, and I'm talking to him in my belly, looking at my belly, and Zach talking attack. about how every piece of clothing fits around my belly, and how I can't wait to show Zach off in my clothing. And it just ends like that. I mean, that's that's all it is. Is I eat him, show off my belly, and then I try on a bunch of outfits. I'm not even trying them on. Like I go, I I have one on, and then I cut. I go try it on and then I come back. Does it call Zach and off? Cause that that'd be great. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I, I was not that. Or that, what? That that witty with the quips. It you should have called just me. Just Tracy eats Zach. You should have called me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been like, what is Zach off? <laughs> it was just Tracy eats Zach and uh, yeah. So that one, I'm like, well, this is so specific, and you know, I'm just trying on outfits, talking to this guy Zach and like. <sighs> top selling clip of all time. Holy fucking shit. Next one was a gold video, but yeah. My God. Yeah. Okay. And then a bad girl, <laughs> which is my main selling top. Like if you uh, uh, bundle them all, my average is I make the most money on bad girl. However, if you want to go through and go, yeah, my top selling clip would be a bad girl clip, right? 
No, I mean, wrong. Is this random one that I did that I when I was pregnant I barely shot that much. I think it's I such did such a taboo. Yeah, I think I did one Batgirl pregnant clip too. Oh, and, did you? Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. And I mean, there were just a few. But it was like a little little bat in the belfry kind of thing. I can't remember what I did. Hmm. I can't. I can't remember. Um, but I that was. Tracy's act, that one I can remember. Oh, <laughs> so that's where, uh, you never know. I just, I, I try to know what's going to sell and what's going to go on. And I um, actually, I remember I had a guy who contacted me, uh, God, it was ages ago, um, and he called you, like his, uh, he was, oh, he had a, he had like this top 10 list of like these female wrestlers. And he was like, my number, you know, two are going to be Tracy Jordan, number two, and number one is Tracy Jordan. And I was like, what is it about Tracy? And they were like, he loved your belly. He was yeah. like, he was like, he just loves it. I get a lot of belly. In, yeah. Because he was just like, I like the, he was a big fan of like the old pro wrestling in the 70s and 80s where like the girls who were the losers would always be the girls who had a little bit a little bit of be- like a little bit of a belly just a little bit mm-hmm. whereas the girls who would come in and beat their ass would rather be these big badasses or be like these girls who were ripped and so of course the fans in the crowd in the middle of buttfuck Alabama would be like oh she's gonna lose because she's not in shape and this other girl yeah. who was like so it was very much like easy to, so he keyed into that and he was just like, no, I love Tracy because she's beautiful and, and she's, you know, she knows how to sell, once again, that word. But she also has just a little bit, he wanted a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. And um, the thing is, there were videos where you had shot that, you know, you, there's been various, various looks. Like there was a few where you shot where you, um, when I first met you, like you had like, the, I remember, yeah, you had like the... You have some fucking the abs. <laughs> yeah, well, and yeah, you still I mean, do, and like, yeah, I can, st- yeah. I can pull out the abs, but I'll still have a bit of. But it goes back and forth. Yeah. So it's weird because mm-hmm. some of my fans will be like, "Oh, oh, she's 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 visiting you. Oh, can you send me a picture of what she looks like now?" And I'm like, "I don't fucking know. Like, I'd I'd have to ask her, which would be weird." Um, but yeah, there's guys who literally just how much of the belly you have and how much you don't have is a selling and, point. Yeah, and it, and it's hard because there are every time I will get more belly, I get more people excited and they encourage me to get more. And then there's when I get more toned up that mm-hmm. they're, they like Yeah, they I like can't. that. And so what I've learned, what's helped me do this is that I have to be what I want. Yes. And be confident in what I want. And that's just going to work because if I try to please anyone else, I'm always too too much or too little. I can't imagine. <laughs> Those are the right words. I have. Like, I can't imagine what it's like for the girls who do like super BBW or BBW. Like that's got to be crazy because like there's got to be people who like bug them about that. Yeah, I mean, I constantly get people who bug me to be smaller or bigger or stay the same or whatever. I mean, people are gonna love you. Oh no, I'm talking no about. Way. I'm not. I'm not referring to you as that. I'm talking about people that I've met that were were like. We, I, I worked with a girl named Layla Moore who was a. She's a. She's a BBW. Yeah. Like, she's a big girl. And, like, I, I have to imagine that there's got to be guys who bug her about, even then, like, being, like, that weight. 
Well, yeah, they they want her to be even bigger, even and bigger. they will encourage her. Oh, Jesus and Christ. that's 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 the fetish that I have a hard time with because I get a lot of these BBWs or B, and it's hard for me to keep track because it used to be just BBW. Mm-hmm. Now there's BBBW, BBWWB, SW. Like there's S. That's the one that hurts. SSW. I mean, it's I can't keep track and know and what's going on, but I do see that that is one of the top selling clips. And that's one where, just like if there was a top selling where girls are just getting whipped to bloody pulp, well, is that really healthy? Is that really safe? Mm -hmm. You know, and that's where I don't know. That's up to each person. However, I do know that there's this whole community out there that will, if you're already a certain size, they will encourage you to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. That's true. That they will do that to me. Well, yeah. why you're so thin? Why are you getting weight? <laughs> and then, and then the other side, I'll get people like, "Oh my God, why are you getting weight?" Pizza. And I, I assume everybody gets gets this. It's just you can't please everybody. That's what I like about fetish is that I've learned that everyone really likes what they like, and so you should like what you like and and do what you want. And so, um. Out of all the things I've done in all my life, doing fetish mm. has given me the most confidence yeah. in myself. And that's something that if you would have told me this, say, 20 years ago, that <laughs> you're going to be a fetish model and do all these things, and that's what's going to give you the most confidence in your life, I'd be like, yeah, no way. That's got to be bad for me. <laughs> but no, no. 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 No, because like... No, not at all. You're just faced with, well, what what do people want, not want? And then you have to ask yourself what you want and what you like. Yeah. What do you think is beautiful? What do you think is is attractive? And then whatever you like and think is beautiful and attractive or have fun with, someone else is going to do it and someone else is going to enjoy it. Or they're not. And that could be fun too. And that's where the pizza comes in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, no, so there's a couple of other questions I wanted to to bring up to you. And then I'm going to let you just ask what you want to ask me. Um, But uh, in terms of customer requests, I always ask this, and I want to phrase it correctly because I always phrase it incorrectly. But like, uh, out of all the uh, customer requests you've been uh, asked to bring to life, uh, which is the one that you have found uh, where you're like, I can't, I just, you know, I just can't do it. I can't do it. Like, even though, like, it just, yeah, it, it, these are things I will not do. And then there's the other flip side of the question, which is, what is the most, um, to you, bizarre or like just completely unexpected uh, custom that you were like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Well, I guess that's one thing I like about doing this job is that I'm just like, yeah, what what are people into? What do they want? So it's, I'm never like, oh my God, I can't believe someone asked me that. I'm just like, whoa, these people want that. Wow, okay. Will I do that? Hmm. And I really enjoy the fact that I get to ask myself that question. Yeah. You know, most people I don't think get to do that. It's just, you know, standard, oh, no, I don't do that. But do they really ask themselves? So I get that position in my life where I'm like, would I really do this? And then I get to decide. So no. what are the ones? Oh, no, no. So the most recently one I turned down. And um, I, I guess I, I won't say, I the stuff I say I really won't do from experience, we've talked about this already. Ball busting, I'm not that good at it. Oh, of it's course, just but not that's something, yeah, that, right? You know, that's, that's something too easy. I won't that's do. too easy. <laughs> um, taboo. 
yeah. you know i'm not gonna um even if it's not my real brother or mother or sister oh. um incest. or daughter the incest stuff even pretending okay you know i don't that um when it comes to child stuff um oh, I, age play um or... with dolls oh i haven't heard of that Oh, well, that's niche clips. Some people can't even have websites or sell on clips or sell. They have to go through niche clips because it's such a taboo thing. And some people don't even understand why they can't shoot their dolls in their video. I'm like, because it looks like a kid mm-hmm. <laughs> watching your video. I had never heard of that. And that's the appeal. Yeah, I, I've stayed at friends' houses that have um, like childlike dolls that look like my son. <laughs> and they're in the closet and I'm just like oh god yeah okay wait what you just said it was horrifying um, uh, well this is uh, we're talking about fetishes I won't do but what, what do they, <laughs> okay wait what do they do with the dolls I haven't never seen this um, sometimes I have checked out niche clips I have not seen any doll stuff because um, Jackie shoots there too, and like I always like go in there to look for competition and stuff like that. I can't. Yeah, because you're just not looking in those categories for okay. it. But yeah, there's a lot for that, and they have, um, yeah. So that's just something I don't. Interesting. Yeah, I don't deal with or do. And like I'm staying at my friend's houses, and they're like, "Well, yeah, you know our doll. Like they shoot for niche clips, which allows some of this stuff, and they've got like." Um, Interesting. Uh, like this doll, which I reminds me of, like, uh, uh, what was the little my buddy and me? Yeah, my buddy. Yeah, my buddy. I had a cricket doll. There was my buddy and me, and then, then there was the whole child's play thing, <laughs> the horror movies. Which is where my yeah my buddy the horrors went into that, came, yeah. came into the horror movie aspect, and now there's like I mean there's a fetish. so it's like this child doll that's like four foot tall, it's got hair and like it looks like a little kid. I, I didn't ask, like, I'm not, that stuff, I don't, like I said, I used to think I wanted to know everything and see everything, and then I learned there's some things you can't <laughs> unknow and can't unsee, so when I hear this and see this, and they have a few of these dolls and all this, and they're telling me stories, I don't need to know what they shoot with these dolls, I don't want to know, that's their thing, we're shooting completely different stuff from that i didn't even know they did that however they're telling me a story how there's like the dolls like back in the closet or like off in the corner right they're shooting another video but you can see it in there and he's like oh fucking clips are sound like made me take it down because it looks like there's a kid in the background fuck it. i'm like yeah yeah that might be that would be a bad thing so um but that's that's a whole nother category. That's something that I, I don't even care to inquisit about. That's just, um, I, I understand there are things out there. And there are, there are people out there that will capitalize on that. And then it comes to the fact of, well. Well, the thing you, we were talking about, like, the, you know, some, something that someone's asked you to do where you're like, no, I, can't, I can't do that. Yeah, so. Um, like a direct request. Um, yeah, so then there's uh, where people will be like, well, it, will you uh, have this 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 baby doll, like a, a baby doll, and will More you doll like, suck shit. on its hands and feet? And... Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. You know what's the most popular answer I get to that question is people saying, like, I get asked to, like, crush, like, real Oh, same creatures. thing, right? Yeah, like, crushing live animals. But that's worse, kind of. Well, that's... Sort of. 
I don't know. Like well, that, now you're being judgmental. No, no, no. It just gave me more of a chill. <laughs> exactly. Than, We're talking. You being, asked things that I'm not comfortable with, yeah, and things yeah. I won't do. It's so. like stepping on an ant <laughs> is not as creepy to me as sucking a baby's. Well, what if it's just a baby doll? Pretend it's not even a real. Ah! Oh, right? That means it's even more creepy. Right. Okay, that's new. <laughs> Honey, I got a new one. What is it? It's, uh, it's, it's, it's people who have the, the real life looking babies. And they want to do like sucking on its to toes. To and, their limbs. And suck on their feet and stuff like that. <laughs> really? That's a thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently it's a thing. He's asking me the things I. I'm saying I that because my old, do. my older sister actually has one of those dolls, but I think it's. Like, I don't think she sucks on its. Feet. No, she does not suck on his feet. <laughs> but she does that it. You totally know. different. No, it's more for her. In her case, it's for therapy. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's 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 a mental therapy to have these babies that look real and take care of it. It's kind of like when you're a kid and they make you take care. Of a it. maternal, a maternal instinct. Thing exactly. Like a so, maternal therapy. But when I think about somebody who has that same doll in the fucking closet, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "God damn it!" I just need some pedophilia therapy. And I love that they're pissed. I love that they're angry. I, that, that's that's what I love about this country. Is people are like, yeah, "Fucking play for sale." I'm getting so mad because right. I have this All baby right. so, in the background. Let, let, let's cha- let's take it off from the, the <laughs> let's get out of the dark web and let's come back into our realm, U.S. Okay. The last one I turned down, <laughs> which I hope is amusing as well. Amusing. Okay. <laughs> Fucking sale and they're non-baby. So it's a back. It's a back girl one. Oh, okay. And I um, was asked, okay, I want to, and this guy was willing to pay. He's just like, I, he sent me links like, I want to buy you these $200 shoes and this $300 bit gag and this da 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 da. Like, he just wanted to send all this money for this stuff. So, what it is is, in, and of course, then it's this whole, can you film in an airport hangar? What? <laughs> so, Batgirl is in this airport hangar. And, and and you see her all distressed. And then the next You're scene, saying that like it happened. Did you actually feel this it? is no, I did not. Oh. But this is how he wanted it to. So then he's like, Okay, the next scene is he has these fancy shoes he wanted me to wear on my on my feet and wrapped around with fat wrap and then my regular boots on my feet and then he wanted a butt plug, horsetail butt plug in my oh, wow. butt, bit bit gag in my mouth, and then me to do the belly thing me like oh that's a lot yeah put my belly out me be on all fours (laughs) thank you (laughs) so i i'm supposed to be on all fours and i wake up in this predicament with these like you know like hooved feet booted i mean that is a predicament yeah yeah and i'm looking around oh before i'm all distressed regular back roll and i look over and he goes it could be a pile of money or a pile of drugs whatever you want Hmm. Fade to black, you wake up and then your belly's protruded and you have this horse butt plug in and these <laughs> boots on and you're naked and you got a bit in your mouth and it's so now you're the drug mule or money mule, so... whatever. So, whatever the pile of money or pile of drugs is now inside your belly, secured by this horse tail butt plug. So, you are the mule, right? And then. Someone's going to um, put on, like, take you by the bit and walk you around this airport hangar or garage. I think he ended up saying it. I think the first response was, like, 
Oh, yeah. I can't film in an airport <laughs> And, you know, like, thinking that's going to send them away. Oh, well, you can film in a garage or, you know, your living room. <laughs> Just in case, yeah. Just as long as here's, here, again, as long the, as, as here's long as the you, links for these fancy shoes and this butt plug. As long as you have this, the butt plug in. Yeah, this I, I butt plug think, and think, these shoes and this vet wrap and this bit in your mouth. That's very fair. Yeah, and your belly protruding full of drugs or money. You can I pay. think if you have a protruding <laughs> belly and you have a butt plug in, you should be able to choose where you uh, film. Yeah, right. Well, he was okay with that. Okay, good. Just well, as long as we showed it's you. It's being very fair. So that was the last one I just said. Um, no, thank oh, you. You said no? Oh, I, oh shit. <laughs> I know. I you? had my... Bit. I know. I was ready to tell you guys like, the, the URL <laughs> with the I was specific like, I... direct link numbers and everything and where to get this. Cause I, I had my one again, Bitcoin again. ready. See, this was going to beat Tracy Sack. This was totally going to surpass that. That was going to be my oh next my God. top selling clip. But uh, I just couldn't do it, you guys. Like, it's you know, okay. it was the boots on my feet. It just, no, on my hands. Boots on my feet were okay. I just couldn't do them on my hands. No, that's when it gets crazy. Yeah, I mean, butt plug and protruding belly. That's fine. And you being but a drug boots bowl, on your that, hands? That was fine. I almost, you know, I could we are human the airport hanger too, probably. We are human beings. Like, we can't just put boots on our hands. Fuck. Yeah, you're a human being. Jesus Christ. What next? They're going to want you to get painted. Gold without a patch. Without a patch? <laughs> how, do you, how do you not have a patch? That wouldn't make any sense. It'd be like just... <laughs> Look, if you're going to put a butt plug in, in an airport hangar, just what? leave a patch. That's what Sean Connery says. It's right here in his autobiography. Speaking of butt plugs, this reminds me of a great memory. (laughs) I actually have a few when it comes to this industry and butt plugs, but a Santiago memory, Mm. which it's not really a butt plug memory. However, I remember being at FatCon. Oh, I was going to say, oh, no. And thinking, okay, night's finally done. I'm going to go chill in my room, and there's a knock on my door. Santiago's like knocking like frantically like a little kid going there's a party going on you have to see this guy's trying to see how many butt, how many glow sticks he can fit in his butt yeah well it was a good party <laughs> and see good party it was a really good party um I don't know if that's exactly a butt plug but it's a nice segue into a fun no party. yeah it was it was literally I'm like, trying to change the subject into a more fun <laughs> glow sticks yeah no yeah a glow stick up your butt makes your asshole just shine. I think that's my closest um, butt story I mm. have personally with you. Is you knocking on my door at like probably close to sunrise <laughs> going, no, 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 no. You got to come see this. There's, There's this guy. guy. Maybe he's trying to fit like more, as many glow sticks as possible in his butt. You got to come see it. I, I was, think, yeah. You know me. I was like, yes, let's go. Well, because yeah, we raced there, and then like Christina Carter was there, and uh, Kimberly Jane, I think, made an appearance. Um, well, yeah, she was. I think in maybe, the room with me. I think maybe Becca was there. Becca and uh, I don't know. Let's see the years. The, that was a while years back. Do blur together because that was at least at least three years ago, if not more. Was, yeah, that was Becca's first. We've and, already blurred the last two. Was that, so. I think that was Becca's first and only. Uh, yeah, it was Becca. Yeah. 
her and well because Rick came back for a few more but like that was I think her one and only or maybe she had done two I don't know I don't know things are a little blurry um but uh we're actually gonna go ahead and wind it down because like we we god there's so much we can talk about um but uh I wanted to get into your own production which we, which we did and now we're reaching the end where we're like we're drinking way too much um but um is there anything else that you want to bring up? Any questions that you have? or Any questions that I have? Or any plugs for your own material? If you want to give people your websites and let people know where, where to find the beautiful work produced by Trace Jordan. By the way, as a fan, like as somebody who, who looks for the stuff occasionally, like I'll, I'll go out there and I'm like, let me see what's out there. Because like as a producer, you have to challenge yourself and go like what's, what's um, the competition. And like... The stuff that you've shot so far that I've seen, like that has to do with sleepy or wrestling or, or, or you know, even knockouts on your Twitter, um, it's beautifully filmed. Um, it's it's uh, amazingly like uh, your colors, your white balancing, your your. I mean, everything just pops, and it looks like you really do care about your product. And I think that is something that it's very it's special amongst do you feel like it's lonely sometimes what no no what do you mean lonely well like you know you care like I, you do too i I've probably learned a little bit from you mm. but i see what you mean so I, like, I thought it was a different kind of question no, i was no, like wait no, no, what i know i just threw it at you i like to just like throw it at you because you've been throwing things at me no so. but that sounded weird for a second i thought you were like so does it feel like I when know, you, when I you stab deep, yeah. is that when you stab homeless people <laughs> just to get because i had yeah because I, I had I, I like talking into the microphone all night like, you want to just watch or get real deep with no, it. Not deep. No, yeah. <laughs> no, but no, what do you mean by what do you mean by lonely? Um, well, because sometimes I will hire models and they'll come over and we want to shoot, and I'm they're just models. They don't have to think about the lighting or the editing or the what's going in or deal with all their responses. So what I'm doing might be like, wait, hold up, let me switch the lights here, let me move this here, and then I see their eye rolls at me, like, oh, you know, this is. Here goes crazy and all this shit, but they don't have to deal with that. Like I said, the production aspects uh, of it. So sometimes I get kind of it, it feels kind of lonely because I just want to hang out with the other models and just like yeah, play it, let's just do our job or whatever. But I'm like, wait, I can't just be that. I also have to be producer too and make sure all this. And I do, I care a lot. Um, I want to make sure it's not too cluttered. I want to make sure the white balance is off. And like even when uh, just recently um, I worked with another model and she's coming through and, and filming and it's her production she's shooting i'm just in it however i can't help it that she has it white balanced and everything is very cool and very blue yeah. and i'm just like oh, and i tell myself well let her produce that way you know if she produces that way and i produce one way people will buy my videos over her but i can't help it i'm just like <laughs> let me let me can i show you how to white balance this is how you do it let's do it this way and, and there's just, nothing wrong with that i think i think the idea of helping another producer out when they're starting out is, is a fantastic thing and like um well how you say starting out however this person is not just starting out oh there's and, somebody who's been doing and there's some people i've noticed that don't just start out so what i, I want to say thank you 
I take that as a very good compliment that mm-hmm. you noticed because I've worked with a lot of people in this industry and sometimes I think, well, I'm thinking too much. It's just fetish. Who cares? No, 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 no. And then I, I see other people produce stuff with that have been doing it a long time and then I hear them complain. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I don't have work or oh, this person turned me in and now I have to deal with PayPal because they needed so many refunds and blah, blah, blah. There's always something or, or this person's harassing me of so many emails and now I have to reshoot their video. And all I have to say is this person gave me like five paragraphs of a review and want more and I don't have the time to produce enough for them. I usually don't have that. And so that's where I get, okay, this is where all that time and care comes in, but I'm the only one that really sees that sometimes. So No, I, I like I said, I've seen your work. Uh, there's a couple of other producers out there. I mean, like, like Rick's one of those guys too who yeah. uh, he knows how to white balance. He knows how to frame shots. Uh, you do as well. Like, I mean, just, and it's, it's even. No, I've a, learned from you guys. But it's also mm-hmm. been like in, in shots that you posted for stuff that I'm not even, like, it's not even part of my kink where it's like, it'll be like, you know, you doing like just a solo video, but it'll be, I look at it and I'm like, oh, that's the perfect amount of grain, that's the perfect amount of like, good color, good, good like, uh, you know, reds, reds and blues. It's like, it's, it's a really good composed shot. And I'm always proud of that because I'm just like, oh my God, she looks fantastic. And it's like, the, your product is really, really good. And it's it's a rarity to find a model who cares that much about her um, product as a producer. And I don't want to say that like models are bad producers. I don't want to say No, that. I think it's what it's I've not noticed all, is because like, I have a lot of fun. A lot of models do this because it's money. They can they can find money in it, or they it's their kink or their fetish or they they find fun in it. That's fine too. And I I and not just that they all do one or the other. I'm I feel like I find a good balance in both, and others do too. And that's when you get a little bit more of that care. Is when you get that cross between the two. You have fun with you what you do, and you care. Mm. And I think that's kind of the big deal is like when you find a producer who's also a model who can uh, light, who can frame, who can, you know, do good cinematography, do good. That's why um, I like coming, hanging out with Monty and Jack. <laughs> but also you know how to sell and you also know how to, you know, if you, from what you've done with us or other people, even with Rick, like choreographing and like, you know, you can throw, you know, throw a punch, take a punch do combat you can do uh everything from like well obviously from combat to hey i just ate a bunch of pizzas and it's going to the top of the goddamn sales list so like well you you constantly adapt and change and go with what's so you got me beat my question to you to Mm. wrap this up and this is oh this is where do you see yourself changing at all i guess i don't know how to frame this question oh like in the next like couple years or well, I mean, obviously you have fun with what you do, but it's always changing, and now you've been more immersed in the business side of it. So, do, I think do you see yourself expanding or doing more things maybe. or wanting to? I mean, I, or not? You just want to keep doing what you know and keep with where you're at. And the thing at. is, it's like with, with what we do. There's the great thing about female combat as a as a genre. Right. If you went to Cliffsdale store, I guess you would call it female fighting or, or cat fighting or whatever. Um, is there's just 
there's so much under that umbrella that you can play with. So like the knockout stuff, you mm-hmm. know, you can do that for days. You can find different angles on that, you know, what the submission stuff, like screaming, tap, 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 you know, like you can totally find different ways to, to incorporate that. And then on top of that, you can do the, the, the actual combat stuff, the stuff that you w- would be inspired by movies like Kill Bill, you know, where it's like martial arts and like, you know, badass girls. So there's all this knockout, yeah. sleepy, wrestling. That was my other one was the next Have one. you ever been asked to do something outside of that? I have, but I, I always say no because like it's, it's it, it, you know, it's not something that I can find a place to sell. Like, I, like, I don't know. But like, how do you know? If it's gonna sell, unless you because do it, because I feel Tracy, like Tracy Zach, that wasn't exactly. gonna sell at no, all. No, true, true. But I think I, I have a feeling that if I start to do that, it's gonna take me away from what I'm passionate about. Um, I really enjoy the combat and the sleepy stuff, and so what are I, you afraid of enjoying anything else? No, 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 no. I, I, I'm, I'm fucking forty. I know exactly what I'm into and what I'm not. And so like, there's personal. You separate personal versus business. Yeah, and now. it's also it's also like I feel like if you really enjoy what you're shooting, it's gonna it's gonna show. Um, and I, if I feel like you don't understand the fetish you're shooting, it's gonna show. Mm-hmm. And if someone goes like, "Hey, super kid, I want to do a video where you just tickle a girl for five minutes," I wouldn't know how to shoot that the right way. Well, I wouldn't say tickling, but has there ever been any other kind of fetish you've been tempted in? That's been I mean, people have you. asked me to do. I'm trying to think of non-combat stuff, but people have asked me to do barefoot stuff. Uh, it has been a lot of tickling. That's so weird. Like a lot of like <laughs> they love and tickles huge. Obviously, it's, it's a massive thing. But um, a lot of belly stuff. So like a lot of navel work, where it's like you know anything that, that's like made you go out completely outside of yourself. Like oh wait, well because well, I want well maybe well because I want to make it more about the combat and and the knockout stuff. But like there's there's been videos where like it's just like poking things into people's stomachs or um, I don't know. It's just like taking the girls that that we we work with and um. Okay, so working, doing lingerie stuff and like yeah. you know, like you know, or working sexy with, working with Jacqueline. And, probably she probably does a lot more fetishes than you do, so you've probably watched her do more fetishes than what you well, produce, right? But even then, Jacqueline not as her as a producer, mm-hmm. but her as a model. I mean, as a model, working yeah. for other people, exactly. You know? But there's certain things that she won't. That she'll do for other companies, but she's not going to do it for her own company because oh, it's just, exactly. it doesn't, yeah. But I'm just talking about being exposed to different fetishes that you would normally cross in your own productions I or see your what own you're personal asking life. Me. Just like me, like I, I, I went through this and, well, what's my fet? Well, I don't know. I've never been exposed to all this. And I come across and we talk about, well, I guess not fetishes, but kinks. You know what it is? Has it's, there been anything that you've no. been more like intrigued by or wanted to maybe like maybe I could play like say bondage? Um, it has made its way into our shoots sometime. There'll be a girl but, like, but it'll be a girl like who'll wake up in a in a hog tie or something like that, and you know, and she'll like struggle out of it. Matter of fact, there's a video I want to shoot with you and Kayla this weekend where you are literally just strapped up to this thing and she's just you know beating the crap out of you and like but it's got to be you have to be tied up to this this post that we have up here um but um bondage does work its way into our shoots from time to time but it's it's always light 
you know, it's never like really intense. Like I don't have a rigger who comes in and like really does some cool shit. Like yeah. um, it's always very like, hey, let's just do this quick tie up, and then she gets out of it, and then it turns into a fight. Um, I think turns it's always into a fight. See, it's it always scary. has to turn into yeah. a fight. It always has to be like a female combat. Yeah. yeah, and I I think it's it keeps it keeps it interesting for me. I think if it just became something else, I would just start losing interest and I would get bored. And I think in this stage of our lives, yours as well, and Jacqueline's as well, like, yeah. it's too late to get bored. Like, we, we should be doing what we enjoy, you know, just, right. a, just a little bit, you know. And obviously, if you're shooting something that you're like, okay, I don't get this, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a shot, that, as long as you're having fun, right. that's, that's awesome too. Like, I can have fun doing mm-hmm. a lot of things, and it's yeah. very rare that I would actually entertain it to be personal or sexual in my personal life. But I think if SKW started putting out videos where it was just like, um, Batgirl gets tickled, I think I'll be, I would be doing something that I'm not comfortable with just because I don't know how to do it right. And I think I'd be stepping on toes. I mean, there's people out there who, who are doing tickling way better. Like there's people like FTKL, you know, the guy up there in New York. Okay. Who, so outside of producing though, yeah. say you're just watching, you have Jacqueline, you have also plenty of friends that yeah. are models that you've seen do all different kinds of stuff. Have you ever been interested in any other kind of fetishes outside of her kinks? Outside of your own, not to produce, but to maybe not entertain in your personal life, but to watch, <laughs> to watch even. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Ever I... been intrigued by any? Because see, you have this where you produce your own kink or fetish like what you're personally interested I started doing this and everyone's like well what's your personal thing and I've had to kind of be vulnerable in that and answer well I don't know and I it's brought me to that point to ask and to look and I've been always very afraid I do my job I'm an actress and however lately I've been kind of challenged where I have friends kind of all of a sudden I have a, a couple friend and he, he like tied her hands up with some they got a package and yeah. the rope or the tape that came out of it and he tied her up because I was there so they were being like oh. but I saw the way they acted and she just all of a sudden went into this completely natural damsel oh. role and he got turned on tying her up and I was like if I would had a camera, this wouldn't happen, right? This is something, and, the, and if I wasn't here, it might not happen because I've got this influence. They're like, oh, yeah, she does it. I'm going to tie her up. And all of a sudden, a new little thing was sparked between them. So I guess I'm just curious if, if that ever happens to you. Do you ever witness anything that, that, that Jacqueline does or anyone else does that you're like, oh, hey, that's interesting? I Whether mean, you're... It's your thing there's or not. A lot of, I mean, there's a lot of things that I've done in my personal life that are, they've been fun. Like, whether it's been, like, uh, dom play or, or femme dom play or male dom play. Because I'm like you. I'm like a switch. You know, yeah. I, I, I go either way. It depends on the personality that I'm playing with. Like, if it's somebody that I'm, if it's somebody that I very much trust, then I might go one way, you know. And yeah. if someone that I don't, then I might secure myself you know, a little bit more. But when it comes to that versus how I shoot, like, I don't let that really influence how I film. It's no, more... I wouldn't say how... It, exactly. It's it... how you film. This is more question on how being being a, su- a successful producer in the industry, how does it affect 
I try not to your let your personal it... life, and I feel like you can maybe deflect a little bit more because it's you have more like, oh, I'm not going to go outside of what my yeah. you know com- combat exactly or fighting or female fighting. Whereas me starting as a model, I film all kinds of things, you mm. know. So like I get to. But I think that's very that's that's something that's very common. Like there's a lot of girls that I know that do their own content and they'll do um, a wide variety of the fetish. Mm-hmm. Um, I chose a long time ago to stick with with combat. And you're was, yeah, and it's still and it's worked out. And even though like it's and the thing about you know wrestling and like combat fetish, it, it, it's. It's fantastic because like there's there's still a lot under that umbrella. It's a, it's a smaller umbrella than what you work with because you have a. I mean, you can do everything from like, hey, I'm pinning a girl gold, to I'm doing a gateway a, drop. Yeah, a, yeah. You're doing a belly fetish, or I you're doing. I can take wrestling and do so much. With it. Yeah, you're going from like pinning a, a girl gold to I'm doing eye rolling, eye crossing. I'm doing, uh, you know, lingerie. You know, like it's 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 a it's a huge um, amount of. It's, it's, it's a lot to, to pick from, whereas with me, it's the same thing. There's a lot to pick from. It's a smaller bowl, I guess you could say, because there's, you know, it's like, oh, ninja versus ninja, sentry versus spy. So I, I yeah. tease you and say this is a gateway to try them, but you're not, like, out there just craving every fetish and exposure. You're still pretty satisfied in your, yeah, with because... what you started with. It's not like, ooh, I found this, and now I want more Yes, or, I know. I, or are you like this is where I am, and so I can't want more because this is where I am? No, no, I actually. Have you given yourself that chance to? I feel that if we expand too much, I think that if I, I think that I think the fans might get a little freaked out if we start to really expand more past where we are at now. That makes sense. And, uh, business, yeah, professionally. And I, I, so now personally. I mean, personally, I'm, I'm into so many other things that are not femme fight. You know, there's, there's. Did I, it start that way? I don't know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I love. I'm that. like I, you. I don't. I don't know. I'm seriously like you. <laughs> People like, ask me this. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I'm here. I, I'm seriously I'm like, like like you, know. and that like it was just more like, wow, this is an amazing new world, and this is I, I get to play in this amazing playground, and then things started to emerge where I was like. On a personal level, this is very appealing to me, but I can't market this. You know, right. if if I feel like I want to be submissive to somebody, or if I feel like I want to be dominant with somebody in a private situation, that those are things that cannot be filmed. Right. Like I, I have friends that like all of a sudden a, a group of girlfriends they all went and got pedicures, and like one of my friends had never gotten one before. And then we all sat around the pool, and then they're all showing them off. And it's just these beautiful pedicured toes around the pool, and they're beautiful girls, and put on bikini. And then one of them, and of course I'm thinking it already, and I don't say anything. But my friend goes, will you film us? You should film us. This should be a video. Oh, my God. And they are all so excited and so on board. And I'm like, as soon as I do it, it's over, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) No. And then there's other times, like I was just saying, how like I'm hanging out with my friends. They got a package, and he uh, opens it. And then there's this this tie, and he wraps his girlfriend up with it. And they look at me, and they're kind of like, oh, my God, this is so hot. Like, (laughs) if I could film this, this would sell. But I have no desire to film it at all. And that's where I get this, like, oh, my God, I am really enjoying it. 
and that's where I get I got this uh, new joy out of it because I'm like I don't want to film this it's not just a money thing like there's so much more I, I, I have what I do and that's my niche and I can film it and I know what I do and then there's this way that I can enjoy these little moments of my private life and through other people that are constantly expanding yeah, you know, so I, 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 I always deflected that, like, oh, it's so job related. Then all of a sudden, like, this situation happens, and it has nothing to do with my job, and I keep it away from it. And I'm like, well, that's all part of my job. But I have, I, and I, I, I get it. Like, it's, and we all have our kinks, and like, it works. And I think, I think one of the things that makes you a good producer, and and myself, and Jacqueline, and Rick, and people like that, uh, is that there's a piece of us in every shot. Like, there's just something that. That, you know, we, we understand. We, we, we get it. Like we, we, even if it's something that we're not 100% into ourselves, so we can still go like, oh yeah, we get it. We get where you're coming from. And just being able to say that, like we get where you're coming from uh, before you shoot something is going to make it a better product. And Or we want to try to give you what you want. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I always reply. I'll, I'll go like, hey, I understand. Okay, I, I kind of get what you want from this scene, but please explain to me what you want. You know, from this angle, do you want me? You know, what kind of outfit is a girl wearing? Like, what you know, what's her mental state? You know, stuff like that. And people will appreciate those replies, and they'll be like, "Oh, thank you for asking. I actually I didn't think about it, but you know, now that you've asked, maybe have her say this, say that." And so there's a. It it doesn't always have to be your fetish if you're a producer, but it's always good to understand it. And it's always good to understand your own kinks because they always feed into those things. I mean, obviously, submission and domination are very universal, you know. I mean, Mm -hmm. whether it's Batgirl being dominated by Catwoman or some jobber being dominated by heel in a pro wrestling match, it's the same thing. It's it's, it's the same dynamic of like... Well, you do. You've always done very well with that, producing and, and doing that. That's why my question was to how are you or if... Have you been tempted to do things in your personal life outside of outside of uh, work, outside of producing? Oh, you mean like like private play and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's um? Give me a story. Something that like oh, you never I mean, thought you would be into, and then you were introduced well, no. to, and you tried whether you liked it or not, or you know. I mean, we 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 something yeah. that you wouldn't shoot, you wouldn't produce. It would definitely that you you wouldn't try to understand or produce. <laughs> you're just like you know you saw someone shoot or saw Jacqueline shoot. Like, yeah, what is that? Or maybe I like that. Or maybe mm. I don't. Or something outside of your producing zone. The most I could tell you, and I I've told uh, different versions of the story before, but like there was a, um, I mean I we started going to like fetish parties and like the BDSM parties and stuff like that, and. Uh, Never in my life. But wrestling's not fetish. You didn't even want to go to fetish con. Oh yes, that's yeah, right. I remember that? Yeah, you were you were trying to get me to get out of that fucking <laughs> state of mind. Um, so progressing. So now, no, so we did, of that state of mind. I did end up going to fetish con, uh-huh. and I did end up. And now I want to know even more. That, how more has it? Not no, me, it hasn't me, really. Give me happened. another story. Of but something. it really hasn't gone that far. Like it really, it, it's oh. we we went to no. It's it's not a bad thing. It's we ended up like going to to parties and and going to there's a convention in Atlanta called Frolicon that is fucking fantastic. It's like basically it's for lifestylists. So if you want to go and play and you want to like role play and you want to have your 
your your significant other uh, meet up with other people. Like it's just. I guess that's the whole thing: lifestyles versus industry yeah, exactly. and the cross between. So I guess my question is: Yeah, is you're so good at at, at the producing end and and industry end? So I want to know is when it crosses. How did it cross? Or give me a story on where it. I crossed mean, there really and... has been a, a huge crossover. Like it's just been like because. Uh, I was I was always into well the, you just said it has crossed Frolicon no, Frolicon but like there was the, even before that something happened but like with, with like before that like it was just like I was a fan of the wrestling stuff I thought it was really cool and I liked the knockout fetish and, and, and there's these were all my kinks these weren't I found yeah. out later on like these weren't my fetishes because like yeah, I didn't have to have them there in order to have a complete sexual experience. These are well, all we kinks. were really lax with that word. Exactly, and then like, and then the, the, then, but if you look at the word kink, like, <coughs> there's a bless you. There's a there's a thousand of them, and there's just they keep racking up. It's kind of like just it's it's like a video game. You just keep gathering these points. Um, it's like, oh, I'm into this. I'm into that. I'm into leather. I'm into latex. I'm into spandex. I'm into girls who wear their hair like this. I'm into you know this. Well, that's why I like how you say, like, oh, well, I haven't really been much. Yeah. I produce what I know, so that's where I'm kind of like fishing for, like, well, well, no, a, there was there was a couple. <laughs> there's of, always like, there a was, little bit of cross, and yeah, and I've been whether I, it works or not. Well, I work. I mean, I mostly those crossing do, those lines are those interesting stories. I mostly do, do dom, <laughs> yeah, but I mostly that's do the water we tread. I mostly do dom work, so like whenever I get asked to be in a video, it's I'm the bad like guy. Like when you get tied up as Robin. That, that was a, a very rare thing. Uh, yes. But you were challenged. I didn't find that exciting. I found it like I claustrophobic almost. Like I just didn't like to be tied up. It's exactly. Just, well, it's not you know, my thing. Like models don't always like to do what we mm-hmm. do. And you explore that, what you like, what you don't like. Exactly. So you're asking me what I do you like. You did it. You got you many people would not even <laughs> tempt that. But with the stuff that I did like, it eventually we were working with a couple of people who were really professional and well, like you wouldn't was, have done it otherwise well obviously and there was one girl that I, there was one girl that was absolutely fantastic that i knew her very well and i trusted her very well and we, we just had it was one of those nights where like she just was like i want to fucking beat the shit out of you with this flogger and i was like all right and i got nothing else to do i was like having a couple beers and she and it was this huge process it was like strapping me up to this and making sure i was getting on the right straddling the right thing and like she started to just beat the living shit out of me and like i i like i said i knew that i was a i was a switch but it wasn't until but she had was, to let go to really yeah it wasn't until she'd really like she was laying into me and then i i just I had that emotional release of like tears and like freaking out for the first time like holy shit this is amazing and then the aftercare was amazing because, you know, she takes you away and she just kind of just takes care of you and makes sure you're okay and is very phys- physically affectionate. And it was just a very beautiful night. And, uh, and it, was, it was the first time that I'd ever been um, emotionally involved in something that I wasn't shooting. Yeah, so because was, it's a very dominant, controlling thing to be yeah. shooting and to, it's a very vulnerable position for you to be in. But I wouldn't and then, do that for a video. Well, yeah. yeah. I just it's just it's just something. If someone said like, "Hey, you know, we're gonna have," you know, I'm not like, "No, I can't." Like that's that's something I do on my personal time, and it's kind of like, well, you said like, mm-hmm. "Hey, I'm managing a restaurant," 
and this is when I'm being submissive. I don't yeah. want the two to intersect. I have now learned through... Seabree Kids World is me managing to eat the restaurant. Yep. Um, and then this is... Me, yeah, this is me not if, wanting... If, you, <laughs> if that were to be filmed, you would not be as vulnerable. You wouldn't have that full experience. You wouldn't I mean, I would have to pretend yeah. a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, but that was one of those moments where I was like, holy shit, there's way more than just, you know, just filming your fetish or filming your kinks. Um, and it was an amazing experience. And I, luckily, I'm still, you know, I love those people that I that I share that with. And they're, they're still some of my closest friends. I hope they're listening. Uh, but uh, but yeah, she was she was amazing. She was she she fucking literally just took care of me. And it was one of those things where like, you're not used to that. You know, after yeah. a while, you you don't get used to someone just beating the shit out of you and then going like, I'm gonna just take care of you and you're gonna be okay. But also, you get to lose control for a while, and I get to take control of you. And it's it was a it was a great thing. But it's not something I would ever film myself doing. So that I hope that answers the question because I, I yeah I, yeah yeah no, I can't see so... an SKW video where it's like SKW and Super Kid gets the shit beat out of him. <laughs> no, it was just uh, I don't even know if I had a clear question. <laughs> I made one. But you answered it. So exactly. thank you. Um, <laughs> you got me. <laughs> but, uh, but no. But it, I think I think the listeners, if they didn't, they were entertained. What I thought anyway. was what I thought was funny about that particular situation to add just a bit more is that like I at the end of that night I had no like I'm a switch, but I didn't have a single like dominant bone in my body left. It was just one yeah. of those things where I was just like, Nope. Nope, this is not one of those nights. I'm just gonna. This is gonna be Santiago. Is not. Uh, it, and that's it, where I feel telling like anybody what to do. Maybe producing can sometimes be a little bit more lonely because we can be so open to this world and helping people release and 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 be comfortable with themselves. Then we get to get lost ourselves a little bit mm. because we're so open with everything. So everything's so great, but then we forget what what, what we want. And when people would ask me, well, what's your kink? What's your fish? What do you like? I'm like, well, watching all you guys. Well, that's not the <laughs> best answer. <laughs> to me, it was. But listening to you tell that story, it's like, well, sometimes we need to take a step back and be shown. Whether now maybe you might never want to do that again or maybe yeah. that's what you want to do all the time. You got to have that experience, and it took a lot to to step back and be vulnerable like that. And I think that's yeah, um, she literally dra- she grabbed me and she was like, "I'm gonna beat the shit out." Something of you. I'm trying <laughs> through doing this for so long that I'm trying to learn and do now is take those moments when they come and just experience things. I think it's also like I said, it's it's a very positive thing to to kind of figure out what you're into because. Um, Till the day we die, we don't 100% know what we're into. It's well, like, I've, I've, the, I mean, wrestling and then bondage, and I've watched, mm. I've tied up so many girls, so many sexy girls and men, mm. and played with this in so many different ways, and and have thought how sexy and hot it can be. And until my friends, my couple of friends that are not in this industry at all, then did that tied each other up and I watched them do this and I was like so turned on and so like watch watch them and I was like I've done this for 10 years and I'm just like wow like okay there's something to taking a step back and just letting letting go and letting it letting it all happen 
And that's something that I'm going to keep trying. That's what's to come and keep trying to do for myself. However, that's also why it helps me feel like this is why I do what I do. Because I can give, I give this to other people. Like I help inspire or provide this or like whatever. And it, because sometimes I'm like, well, what's my mark on the world? Like I take my clothes off and I wear it. I act like an idiot. That's, that's, that's like what? Well, yeah, but if you take the like random bystander, like yeah. what? Yeah, overly simplified. But then I take it back to going, hey, no, like it's very liberating and relaxing. This is what everybody needs, and this is, you know, no matter what it is you're into, I want. I think we do a service. I think we do a very big yeah, service. Yeah. So to and like I. I you and know. hearing you tell that story helps me like also I'm like oh well, that makes me feel so good because mm-hmm. like your friend did that for you even you who's so good at provi- you know providing that for so many people and producing so many things and doing it so well then you've had that experience too completely outside of your own fish and how do that that's like oh we get to explore and play too mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to just be our job um, I can't think of a better way to end that. Um, that's yeah, I, I, you're absolutely right. This is, I mean, obviously, we maybe do, we're, maybe we're we're, this is, we're gonna keep doing this for a little bit longer. I think so. I hope so. I think so. And I think, <laughs> I think, I, I mean, obviously, like we've been friends for a long time. I, I can I can see myself being friends with you till my my days are gone. But like, I I, I hope all of us weirdos have a nursing home oh, together. My goodness. Like, <laughs> but there's rolling a, around in our wheelchairs yeah like, with i wine. want that to happen yeah i want us to be drinking wine and we all wine. know that all our rooms are videotaped <laughs> just listening to nine inch nails uh and tool. 95 years old and tool, and tool and yeah and then just like uh having them bring us weird shit just be like bring me that one paddle <laughs> Even then, we're just going to be like, you freaks. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to play Scrabble and watch Wheel of Fortune. No, 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 no. no. It's Sunday. I, I want... I have to tie you up. 16 uh, balloons <laughs> that I can sit to pop, if that's okay. Is it sit to pop Thursday? It Paige, is... It's Paige Aaron Turner's night. She's the lunar. Oh, she's problem. just going to play music. Tomorrow night, Jacqueline gets to knock you out. Jacqueline will play and the Friday game. And Friday night, you get to wrestle everyone. Jacqueline is guest the drink. Uh, <laughs> we can each have our own guest nights. It's going to be <laughs> 10 drinks, and one of them has a lot of pills in it. Um, All but... of a sudden, there's going to be like a ton of people. How do I produce? I want to... Uh-huh. <laughs> can i be a partner did you guys? see did you see the uh oh my gosh she's gonna be here tomorrow kayla Lael. um did you see the video of her fighting oh you may have not seen this so Probably there's a not. video so someone shot i'm a... making my comeback i've been on a little hiatus no no no, no but goddamn this is amazing if you guys haven't seen this please look it up uh honey yes what is the video of uh kayla and sarai is there a name of it so i can look granny it... fight so look up granny fight <laughs> It's not Sarai. It's Sarai. Granny Fights. That's where we actually left off. Uh, so this is the, uh, yeah, this is the end. <laughs> but we, uh, was, we was, didn't, okay, we left off at Granny Fights. Yeah, because it was about... Sarai and Kayla. We were working yeah. with tomorrow. And it was, um, it was uh, an exercise in fetish that I've never seen before, which is two old women uh, with their Terrible. walkers uh, fighting each other on a rooftop. 
and that was the I guess the shoot and so Kayla put it up as a trailer <laughs> and it is one of the best trailers I've ever seen in my entire life like it's not even it's not even very well shot I don't want to insult the guy who shot it but it's like it's a little off kilter but like it's it's Sarai and it's it's Kayla both pretending to be old ladies beating the fucking dog shit out of each other on top of and they're talking in the thick like New York accents so it's just it's like in Glow in the old days oh my god it's Glow but it's it's been done before but this is we just do it with a new better style but it's fetishized it's fetishized so like they 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 end up getting stripped down yeah because when they did Glow that wasn't fetishized not with the old ladies. With the old ladies, it was like they just came out and they were old ladies. But in this case, of course, now they're at their Yeah, point. they were just, they just haphazard. They just happened to have shit. Yeah. They had no idea then. Yeah. But then. We know now because we have the internet. But in this video, like they're down in their bra and pants at the end. They're just like, get the fuck off my fucking, you know. And they're just like hitting the, it's so amazing. It's it's one of the best things I've ever seen. Um, so as you can tell, we did have a bit of a technical difficulty. Like. <laughs> I do as I, always. One day I'm gonna have like full tech. I'm Tracy have, gets too close to the mic and she starts no, drooling on it. And no, he's like, I'm gonna "Damn have, it, we have to cut it good. And it's we're not good. working anymore." We're good. We're drooled good. all over it. One day I'm gonna have an actual monitor and somebody who actually can like. I was just kidding. Live. It was really salty that drooled. I know. This is only the episode. This is episode thirty. Like you know. Thirty-one. I heard. 30, oh, that's right. Thirty-one. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, um, you'll have to tune in for thirty-two. There's because too much to talk about when it comes to Tracy Jordan. Um, we've been friends for a long, long time. I consider her to be one of my closest pals. Uh, Jacqueline's as well, even though she's in the corner over there playing with her Nintendo Switch. Um, but, uh, are you there? You alright? You get, getting some, uh... She killed Zelda. No, she saved what? Zelda. Well, I don't know. Oh, she Zelda. Kill, she saved Zelda oh, or did she kill Zelda? No, she's, know. you have to save Zelda. You have to save Zelda. Zelda's the princess. She saves. Okay. You save Zelda. Link. Well, Link what are the things that you Zelda? get? Like they're like, like towers. What are they called? Towers. No. You call them something else. The dark tower. What are you talking about? When you like try to beat a, th- you're trying to like. You know, so many fans are chiming know. in so many things right now. I wish I could. I read. don't know. It has something to do with with towers, and there's like I don't know. The shrine. The shrines. That's what it is. Yeah. How you doing with those? The shins. Oh, I've been exploring lately. I'm gonna go back track and all the shrines not like anybody cares apparently we do and i can guarantee apparently we do and i can guarantee there are fans that care just as much as i can guarantee there are those that don't how how many shrines i don't give a shit and other ones are like wait how many shrines how many shrines is jacqueline open Make yourself known. We would like to know. Seriously. So people, if you really want to... Are you even listening? Are we talking with No, I am. I am. I am. I know you are. I'm talking to want to, If you want to talk about... uh, (laughs) If you want to... Yeah, if you're still listening, uh, if you want to talk about uh, Shrines and uh, Zelda with uh, Jacqueline, it's JacquelineVelvets at gmail.com. So just send her questions and uh, I'm sure it won't get weird. Um, But no... I'll talk about it with her and make it weird if you want. But... uh, in the end, like uh, we do want to have you back to do more of these because you know it's it's been a lot of fun. But uh, we do want to do some plugs. But see, there's always that. But. There's always that. But why do you why are you gonna be like you're so great? 
but I do think that's the name of their customer. How about we start that over? You're so great. I love having you here. That's one of the period. That's actually so. And then you start the next sentence. We're shooting with you tomorrow, and I think it's called "There's That Bud." Yes, I have a pretty good one. Good, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Well, there's a way. Damn it! (laughs) Fucking wine. Um, no, so I do want to do some plugs. Uh, so um, let's talk about your clip stores. Uh, do you know what your clip stores are? I do know what my clip stores are. Do are you, you literally crossing your eyes when you do this? No, not at all. Okay. It's just the wine? Does my voice sound different? Because <laughs> I think it does, actually. <laughs> I didn't even notice this, but maybe this is a whole new category. I think my, my headphones are actually going off my head. No, they're fine. It's like, I, do my ears move when they talk with my oh eyes Oh, my God. Crossed? Because something's happening. <laughs> is it weird? Uh, what was the question again? What are your uh, what, what are your clip stores? We want to let people oh, know yes, where to find uh, your material. Clip stores. I just have one. Well, I mean, I have two, but one is very specific. <laughs> Do you remember the numbers? Ooh. 43064. Oh my God, you're totally. 43670. Check it. Check it. 43670. Let's see if I can. Okay. Remember. All right. 43670. All right, let's see if it's... Uh, there. There's not that many numbers. I bet you people starting stores right now have way more numbers <laughs> to remember. There's not It's that like many. when I talk to my friends, like like Boyd, who's like, yeah, my model mayhem number is like two or three numbers. There's not that many fucking numbers. I love it. Um, I'm trying. Anyway, if you if you don't want to do numbers and you want to do letters, it's much easier. It's the fetish tiger. Or is that... Well, the fetishtiger.com will get you right there. However, okay. you asked my number, and I want to number... say it's... It, am I right? Four, three, six, seven... Eight. <laughs> <laughs> Four, six... Yes, yeah, see. It's yeah. here. I'm just trying to find it. Um, so, you the, guys, if you want to go to... The best bet is just the fetishtiger.com. Dot com. Yeah. Okay, so or go. if you don't want to be that, you know, that risque, you can always just go to tracythetiger.com. That's T-R-A-C-Y. Tracythetiger.com. Tracy. Uh, T-H-E. Yeah. And then uh, and if you want to go to Closer Sale directly, the studio is 43460. Um, I was so right. Yes. I know. I know. Tracy-Jordan. And uh, you, she has everything there, and uh, there's there's just tons of stuff to uh, to check out. Also, she's worked for companies um, like FemWrestlingRooms.com, uh, SleeperKidsWorld.com, obviously SKWPPV.com, Jacqueline Velvet's uh, company VelvetsFantasies.com. Uh, anything else you want to plug, or are we good? That's kind of a loaded question. I don't know. Is there anybody else that you want to? Work? I mean, I just, anybody else? I know you work with a lot of Any, people. Do you work? They, with, you work with Kimberly Jane. What, what do you know? What her story? Ooh, 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 Kimberly Jane. If you guys know me, you must know Kimberly Jane. Well, yes. Who doesn't know Kimberly Jane? Oh well, if you don't, you should, or maybe you shouldn't. I'm not quite sure, but it's Kim's Custom Kink. dot com. Oh shit! You already and know that, it. And 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 this. It's not just, it's K-Y-M. Make sure you guys all know that. I mean, you should know. But K-Y-M, Kim. Custom with a C. Kink with a K. <laughs> K. 
tim'scustomkink.com because oh you know if God. you did customs with a k it would just be kkk and that's just oh little, i didn't think about that's a whole no, other C- thing C- and then we have to see now we have to have the podcast it would be ckk ckk it's kck Kim's custom kink, yeah. Kiss with the kink, you know, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. Anyway, you go to tracethetiger.com, you'll find her. So she is uh, closersale.com uh, forward slash studio 509. However, you will not, let's see, there is not Santiago on my site. What do you want to see him do? Yeah, can, if you guys want to have. What can I make him do? I don't get to do. So tra- he, he does this podcast. I don't get to do he trade. Does he doesn't, yeah. What? I'm a producer. Yeah, I please. produce things in, in similar fashion. Let me know. I I branch out and now I'm <laughs> I'm starting to produce a lot more. What do you guys want to see Santiago do? Yeah, can, no. can I hire him to do something? What do you guys want I to see? I would be him happy do? to be in uh, in Tracy's video, so let me know what you want me to do. Um, and uh, as long as I don't have to shave this goatee Don't listen. Jacqueline told me Whether he'll do it or not, that's up to me to discuss with him and then I'll let you know. I, I don't want you to just don't even worry about it. Just send your requests, oh send them God. in. What do you guys want? All right. I'll let you know if it's possible or not. And if it's possible, I will definitely make it happen. All right, let's make it happen. Um, you can send in your requests for me and Jacqueline and Kimberly. Yeah, what's your contact? As well, my contact. Well, it's on those sites. Of well, just say it again. Well, Tracy the Tiger. Uh huh. At Gmail. There you go. All right, guys. Uh, so it's uh, Kimberly Jane's store. It's 50921 on .com. Uh We're having a couple of uh, technical difficulties. Apologies for that. That's just one of those things when you run out of... Uh, Numbers might be better because there's all those... Everyone wants to spell Kim with an I and there's a Y. Same with Tracy. They want to put an I, but it's a Y. Exactly. So it's K-Y-M, Kimberly, and it's 50921. And there's a lot of stuff with Tracy there, too. You guys do a lot of work with each other. I can guarantee if you put uh, in your Google machine Tracy and Kimberly, <laughs> you will find it. <laughs> well, anyway, so um, you guys, there's... Uh, I'm going to go put that in my Google machine right now. I'm going <laughs> to add Santi and Jackie to the mix and see what comes up in my Google search. Add us to our Google machine. Um, there's uh, there's not much that can be said uh, about Tracy that we haven't already said. She's, oh, there's plenty. No, you're fantastic, and uh, we cannot wait to. Uh, exactly, that's why there's more to be said. That's what I'm saying. This. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, don't cut me short. There's yet. great. Yes, there's so much more to be said, but for tonight we've wrapped yes, up a lot. Yes, we're gonna watch some Rick and Morty and just kind of relax. And uh, you guys have been fantastic. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, look for everything, like I said, at skwpv.com. That was and uh, email me at tracythetiger.com. Yes. Or, sorry, tracythetiger at <laughs> gmail.com. That's my website, which you can find my email address. But I really want you guys to tell me what you want me to film Santi doing. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once again, skwpv. You can add Jackie or just Jackie, but we get that all the see time. I get that all the time. Com. I want, I want to know what you guys want to see. Santi do. Oh yeah, no, yeah. yes, yeah. I mean, doesn't there's no guarantee I'm going to do it, but I'd love. Yeah, to hear absolutely, it. no guarantee at all. But, absolutely, you know, I uh, the requests or anything I el- ask, anything else. Gosh. I I I've, 
see it's time to end this no because like at this point you know there's no one listening like there's like one guy yeah but whoever is listening is going to be like what else did she ask i'm going to answer okay so so, i'm going to find my friends to answer whatever else i ask so the one guy who's hanging on by a thread right now listening to this last part uh god bless you i'm gonna be like god damn it i told everyone to email me and ask me questions and i'm I'm telling you there's gonna be just that one guy I love it. I don't care. I, I don't say that. I'm just like, yay, they want to know what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have a lot of wine. Um, we have had a lot of wine. And um, we love you guys. Thank you so much I'm for... I'm going to spill one out for you. Don't do uh, that. No, I know because Ducky's got such Jacqueline pretty Christmas. Unless you guys want to hear murder. But uh, thank you so much I'll for listening. I'll cheers one to you guys. How about that? Yes. Does that work? Yes. Cheers to... Uh, uh, can we hear it? Yep. All who have listened, uh, and thank oh, you so one much. One of you. No, yeah, there's one guy. There's more than There's like a really long flight to London right now, and that guy's like fucking falling asleep, and he's going to wake up to this shit. Wake up! Anyway, so uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, this has been fantastic. Um, I'm really happy to have Tracy here for this weekend. We're going to shoot some amazing stuff, and uh, I can't wait to have you for the next... Oh, Christmas video is tomorrow. And then uh, I can't wait to have you back Santa for the baby. Yes, I can't wait to have you back for the next podcast because I think uh, we still have a lot more to talk about. So in the meantime, say goodbye. Do I have to? You can. Okay. All right. Till next time. Yes. I'll see you again. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to you again. Say goodbye. Okay. Like say goodbye with like a really long bye. All right. I'll talk bye. to you guys again. <laughs> Next time <laughs> I'm on this radio. Oh my Until God. then, he's gonna make me say it. Bye, guys. We love you. Guys.